Good, right? We're about to go in like a minute. I just spoke to her. I just spoke to her. So, yeah. I guess we told Mark already the right date and everything, so it should be good. Oh. You ready to go? Like I said, welcome to San Campanella Field at the beautiful Professor Blackler High School. As you enjoy tonight's contest, we remind you sportsmanship. Here come the FPC Bulldogs. It is time for some football. He takes the snap, looks left, throws it down the middle. He has a wide open man. It's caught at the 40 yard line, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Bulldogs. Well, it's a handoff up in the middle of parking. He's on his way. The 5 touchdown. Touchdown, Live from South Campanella Stadium in Palm Coast, Florida, it is Pikeville County High School football. Tonight we have the FPC Bulldogs looking for their first win of the year against the Bishop Moore Hornets. The Hornets are also looking for their first win of the season. I'm Rich Carroll along with Mike Licio. What's up, Mike? How's it going? We're live. What else would I want to be on a Friday night other than South Campanella Stadium? Oh, man, we're out here at South Campanella Stadium. A beautiful night. You wouldn't think that from the rest of the day because earlier it was thunderstorms, thunderstorms, thunderstorms. You would have never thought that we would have a beautiful, perfect evening here in Flagler County. Look at that, 73 degrees right there in Palm Coast on your screen. Getting ready to present the colors and the coin toss and everything. We had rain up in St. Augustine where I was at for work today. We had rain here in Palm Coast. Apparently we had a lot more rain in Deltona as the Matanzas-Deltona game has been postponed. No rescheduled date has been confirmed. They did tweet out that it was going to be rescheduled from Monday and then decided that they have not confirmed the date. So no Matanzas tonight. Only game in town. So if you were going to the Matanzas game, thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Like we said, you know, uh, you got two teams looking for their first win of the season. We were there for FPC in their first game up in Swanee. It was not a good one, although you did see the offense come alive late in that game. And uh, then a weird scheduling issue where you get the some. I don't know if the coach likes this or not. You get the bye week, your second week of the season, which is a little odd. But and coming off a loss, I'm sure you want to get right back out there and and play and get get a w uh, but how did he feel about it and when i talked to him before the season he was thrilled not thrilled about it it was we're getting ready for the national anthem i'll explain the, how that happened and what we what we cleaned from that bye week 
after the anthem. We'll keep it right here as they present the colors. We're live from Sal Campanella Field. All right, what a wonderful job by the FPC band. You were talking earlier about who's better than them, huh? Nobody. John Sethra has the best band in the land. So let's talk bye week. So how did FPC end up with a bye week in week two to begin with? Their game with Mainland was canceled. FPC was in the process of trying to find a week two opponent. Tokoy Creek from St. John's County, they were in District 2S, which is there's four classifications, FPC being a large school in 4S. Well, due to Tokoy Creek's exploding enrollment that's doubled since they opened, Palaka, Keystone Heights, and Bradford petitioned for that Tokoy Creek to leave the district. And so they put FPC's, they put Tokoy Creek in FPC's district. F FHSAA put that game at week 10, so that left with FPC with a, instead of a week 10 buy, a week 2 buy. Now, Daniel Fish wasn't thrilled about it at first, but he said the week was important. Gave him a chance to give Caden Gonzalez a chance to prepare for the game by himself. Gave him a chance to reset his team. And he feels pretty good about what they've gotten accomplished in the last two weeks. Yeah, and as we saw, we saw three quarterbacks week one play for the FPC Bulldogs. And you saw a little positive from each one, but it was under the guidance of Caden Gonzalez late in that game where you did see the offense come alive a little bit. He was 6-for-8 for 98 yards and a touchdown, and that did earn him the starting quarterback job. So he'll get his first high school start tonight. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what it's going to look like with him, getting a, with him not having the split reps, with him getting all the first-team reps instead of it being spread three ways. Because I think regardless of who is going to win the starting quarterback job, I think it's very difficult 
to really build timing and really get comfortable with the offense when you're splitting reps. Yeah, and I think what, one of the things you also saw that first week was that there is a lot of talent from the skill positions with FPC uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Cody ne Newton, Neal, Marcus Mitchell, you know, uh, just a bunch of guys. Isaac made some plays a couple of weeks ago. So there is, even Grimes came in and he was making plays. So there's a lot of talent up and down the offense for the FPC Bulldogs. And if you get a quarterback confident and spreading the ball around, we could see really see that, that talent start to come to life here. Four defensive captains tonight for FPC. Five, actually. And they are Colby Cronk. From left to right on your screen, Colby Cronk. Ethan LaPeppa. Jeremiah Cange. Logan Pinkston. And Malachi Mitchell. And they're meeting right now at midfield for the coin toss. Uh, safe to say that whoever wins the coin toss, they'll be kicking away and getting the ball first in the second half. So they've got the banner out for the Bulldogs. It says, let's blow, Bulldogs. And they're about to run through that banner in dramatic fashion. It's neon night here at FPC. The FPC Bulldogs, full green uniform. You got the green helmets, green jerseys with gray numbers, green football pants with the white stripes. And for the Bishop Moore Hornets, they've got the black football pants, white jerseys with black numbers, and golden helmets. Bishop Moore comes in, 0-2 on the season. And how important is that when you have two teams early in the season looking for that first W? Oh, I think it adds a bit of drama to the game. I think you're going to have both teams that are both going to be really hungry tonight. Bishop Moore lost to Edgewater in the opener. Those two schools are within blocks of each other. In fact, I think Bishop Moore is off the sixth hole at Dubstred in Orlando, and Edgewater is off the ninth hole. And then... They lost to a very good team, number 10 in Class 4M, excuse me, Class 3M, O'Galley, who FPC will play in a few weeks. They lost to them 12-10 last week, so they've lost two games, but it was by a total of seven points. Yeah, tight ball games, you know, and when you lose close games like that early in the season, it could be disheartening, but you keep telling yourself, you know what, we were in that one. We're ready to go. And you're just one play away in each one of these games from actually winning. Oh, we'll see. I did not see who won the coin toss. Bishop Moore won the toss. They deferred. The Bulldogs will receive. And we're going to see the dramatic entrance from the Bulldogs. And here they come. The Bulldogs are on the field. Bulldog faithful welcoming their team to the sideline. We are moments away from football. Bishop Moore Hornets and the FPC Bulldogs. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com. 
Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the FPC Bulldogs and the Bishop Moore Hornets moments away from kickoff. Some keys to the game for Bishop Moore. Zero is number one. Gabriel Diaz is their leading rusher, or excuse me, the leading receiver, their second leading rusher. He's going to be important tonight. Bishop Moore needs to protect the football. Turnovers hurt them in a two-point game last week. And they defense needs to make the offense one-dimensional. Kaden Gonzalez getting his first start. They need to put pressure on him. They only allowed 16 yards passing last week. All right, here we go. Hornets lining up. Friday Night Lights on News Radio WNZF, and we are underway. Beautiful end over end kick deep into the end zone. It's a touchback, and the Bulldogs will start tonight from their own 20 yard line. FPC on the field here. So what would you say is the key tonight offensively for the Bulldogs? Since by Caden Gonzalez, he's going to have opportunities. He's just got to take shots and not try too, too much. They need to establish the run early in both their kickoff classic and last week against Swanee. They were not able to establish the run until the second half. And then on defense, no extra opportunities for a Bishop Moore offense that's had trouble scoring. Bulldogs have four wide receivers. Caden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Marcus Mitchell in the backfield with him. Set up the wide receiver screen. It's complete for a seven-yard gain on first down. Nice play to get Caden Gonzalez in a rhythm here. A nice, easy completion to get started. Second down and three for the Bulldogs. Same formation. Zizek with the catch on that play. Two wide receivers to his left. Low snap. Hands it off to Mitchell up the middle. Breaks the tackle and has a first down. Big physical run by Marcus Mitchell for his first carry of the night. He had 94 yards rushing last week. Be a first down for the Bulldogs. That's a good start. Nothing helps a quarterback more than having second and short. Hand off to Mitchell off the left side, makes a move, and he's dragging tacklers across the 43-yard line for a first down, 11-yard gain for Mitchell. You know what else helps a young quarterback? <laughs> Good running game. Marcus Mitchell dragging people. That's right. <laughs> So great start here. Two first downs on the first series for the FPC Bulldogs. Caden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Two receivers to his left, one to his right. Hand off to Mitchell up the middle. And he drags tacklers for a gain of two. Hard-fought yardage for Mitchell. They had him bottled up at the line, but he was able to push the pile forward for a yard. Looks like he got about three on that play, so that's a... A great play, considering he was met right at the line of scrimmage. It's it's a win on first down. It's positive yards. It always helps. Hayden Gonzalez yet to put the ball in the air. 
I think that's going to be early movement by FPC. And that's a false start by the Bulldogs. First penalty of the night. And uh, you know how much of a difference these penalties can make in a game, especially when you have momentum going on offense and then it's just stalled by a bad penalty. Stacked to either side in this formation. Gonzalez in a shotgun, takes the snap, hands it off to Mitchell once again, dragging tacklers back to the original line of scrimmage. Jake Conson, one of the leading tacklers on this team, tried to arm tackle Mitchell. That ain't going to work. Yeah. So it's a long third down and 10 here, not necessarily where you want to be if you're the Bulldogs. Caden Gonzalez did complete a screen early in this drive. Since then, it's been all Mitchell. Takes the snap, looking left, throws left, has one-and-one one coverage out there, but he throws it out of bounds. There is a flag in the backfield. Didn't try to do too much there. Roughing no. The a roughing the passer penalty against Bishop Moore, and that's a huge penalty on third down. Instead of fourth down and a punt, it's a first down Bulldogs. And that should march them right into Hornet territory. So that is a huge mistake by the Bishop Moore Hornets early in the game. Bishop Moore has not missed the playoffs since 2017. They won a state championship back in 2015. First snap in Hornet territory for the Bulldogs. Handoff to Mitchell off the left side. And they can't bring him down. He has a, about a five-yard gain on first down. Showing the footwork, busting it outside. Just when you think he can just run into the pile. No, Marcus Mitchell is very versatile and shows the ability to get outside. And you mentioned week one. He was coming off an injury, just getting warmed up. And he's looking like he's warmed up tonight. 27 yards rushing on this drive. Second down and five. He does not get the ball. Fake to him and almost complete on the slant over the middle. Great defense on the outside there to knock the ball away from Jordan Gales. He had him covered like a blanket. Mitchell marching off the field for this third down play. Four down territory here, I would assume, with it being third and short. So you don't have to get all five here. Yeah, you Rashid might get an opportunity here. Gonzalez throwing to the right side, complete, makes a man miss to the 25-20. Inside the 15, beautiful move that time from Zizek. And it's a first down, Bulldogs inside the 20. His second catch of the night, quick decision by Kanan Gonzalez. The ball comes out, Zizek makes a move, and FPC's in the red zone. First down and 10, Bulldogs. Ajid in the backfield. And he gets the ball up the middle. And that's a nice gain on first down. They're doing a really good job of, of getting yardage on first down, winning on first down. It's going to be a second down and five from, or let's say six from the 11-yard line. Mitchell back in the game to the left of Gonzalez. He gets the football off the right side. They can't bring him down. He's pulling tacklers down to the five-yard line, close to a first down. Making contact with Marcus Mitchell is only the first 
<laughs> Let's see. They've got a full house backfield here, Rich. Colby Cronk's in the game, as is big Travell Adams, 285 pounds of Travell Adams, what? and Ethan LaPeppa as well. It's going to be a third in inches. That's why they have those big guys in there. And it's a direct snap up the middle, pushes the pile, has a first down. Was that Colby Cronk on the carry? I believe so. Wow. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. Kobe Cronk picks up the first down. It's going to be first and goal for the Bulldogs at the four-yard line. Same formation. Little single wing here. And Cronk gets it again, running it right up the gut for a touchdown. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Kobe Cronk, his first touchdown of the season. Six-nothing Bulldogs. That they, was, won, they won heavy at the end of that drive. What a great drive. Oh, yeah. So we got 6 nothing Bulldogs. Pending the extra point. That's Chase McGee out for it. It's on its way. And it is good. 7 nothing Bulldogs. 6.59 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the FPC Bulldogs with a wonderful drive on their first possession to take a 7-0 lead, Mike. What a great drive. You saw Kaden Gonzalez, 2 for 3, 27 yards. Marcus Mitchell had 33 yards rushing. And then the big boys up front, we talked about them on the morning sports. They were getting it done on the offensive side of the ball, punching that ball in. Chase McGee getting ready to kick it away. 6.59 to go in the first quarter. 7-0 Bulldogs. Bishop Moore has had trouble putting points on the board. Big advantage making them play uphill to start the game. Kick is on its way. Going to be fielded at the 10-yard line. Across the 30 and brought down at the 31. Tyrion Smith, I think. Jalen Powell on the carry. Tyrion Smith, the freshman, making the tackle. There was a big lane for the returner to run, and he was able to close that up. So big series here if you're Bishop Moore. Try to get back into this one. You know, you defer the kick. The hope is you get the ball back right away and you get you get the first chance to score, but didn't work out that way tonight. 12 plays on that drive. 
Jurgensen under center with the handoff, and the Bulldogs are right there. Stuff it at the line of scrimmage. No gain on first down. And was that Diaz on the carry? No, that was number four. That was Ladanian Sweeney. Bjorn Jurgensen. What a name. Oh, yeah, you got a, that's a football name if I ever heard one. And he's under center. That's old school football. He fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, looks downfield, has a man incomplete. Intended for number 88, Jake Cruel. Jake Cruel, their leading, one of their leading tacklers. A big target for him as well. He was open in the flat. And FPC was playing zone, and he was sitting in between the zone. He actually had uh, Kenyon Alston wide open down the field. Just didn't see him. It was a nice play design. Fake handoff, bootleg, had a couple of open receivers. Now we're going to see Jurgensen in the shotgun for the first time tonight. Cruel, 6'3", 225. Man in motion from left to right. He rolls that way, looks, throws, and it's complete for a first down, 11-yard gain. That one to Alston. Well, if you're going to throw the ball somewhere, I'd say the way to throw it is wherever Colby Cronk is it. So he rolled away from Colby Cronk and fired a strike down the sideline. That's a good idea. <laughs> Get a stoppage in play for a water break. 5.52 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on WNZF and the Flagler radio app. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. Got the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the Bulldogs with an early 7-0 lead. Throw to the sideline. That's Alston. Makes a move. Has a first down and a lot more across the 50. Breaks a tackle at the 40. Tiptoes the sideline, but he steps out of bounds at the 38-yard line. That was Chase McGee. Forced them out of bounds. Saving what was likely a touchdown. Austin had five catches coming into the game. He has two already tonight. That one good for 22. Jurgensen takes the snap, handoff up the middle, cut out to the right side, and he's brought down after about four yards on first down. That was Ladanian Sweeney. FPC makes it second and long here. Sweeney, they've really shared carries. Sweeney has the most. He has 145 yards rushing on the season. And completed in the flat that time. Another catch for Alston. Picks up six. The ball comes out of um, Jurgensen's hands very quickly. 
and he can spin it. Yeah, he's throwing that ball with authority. Speaking of spinning it, I don't know if I should say since he's standing right next to us, but <laughs> offensive coordinator Jake Bedlock made a throw for the ages last last game. Jurgensen takes a snap, fake handoff, sets up Olsen. It's tipped and intercepted! Intercepted across the 50, down the sideline, and pulled out of bounds. What a play. That's Aiden Peterson, I believe, on the interception off the tip ball. This is a young secondary, but they're not afraid to go and get it. A miscue by Jurgensen, and Peterson makes him pay. 7 nothing Bulldogs, 4.35 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. 7-0 Bulldogs, 4-19 to go in the first quarter. Bulldogs have a second down in Hornet territory. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Takes the snap, looks right. He's going to throw right. Has Isaac wide open on the sideline into the red zone, just across the 20-yard line to the 19-yard line. Zizek with his third catch of the night. And we talked about it in the pregame, but I think we're seeing it here. Kaden Gonzalez had two full weeks to prepare with the first team, and it's showing he looks very comfortable out there. Yes, he does. He's in the shotgun. He has four wide receivers. Mitchell in the backfield with him. Hands it off to Mitchell up the middle. He's met immediately, but breaks a tackle, breaks a second tackle. Inside the 15, breaks a third tackle. And he's pushed out of bounds after a hard-fought five-yard gain on first down. You know, it looked like Jake Conti had him bottled up in the backfield, and Mitchell just bounced off of him. He's strong. Oh, yeah. They're going to see a whole lot more of that tonight. And for the second time tonight, the Bulldogs are in the red zone. Caden Gonzalez once again in the shotgun. Once again, fakes the handoff. Scrambles left, now rolls right. And he's pushed out of bounds at the line of scrimmage. Good job not getting sacked there behind the line of scrimmage. Well, it's coming back anyway. There's a flag against FPC. That'll be their third penalty. Excuse me, second penalty of the night. First one didn't hurt them much. But you don't like to see a penalty when you're in the red zone push you back outside of it, back to the 25-yard line. So that's going to set up a second down and about 15 for the Bulldogs. They have four wide receivers, three to the left, one to the right. Depending on what happens in second and third will determine if this is four-down territory. Gonzalez in the shotgun, back to pass. Rolls to his right, immediately pressure, throws down toward the five-yard line. Did he catch it? And they're saying it's incomplete, that it hit the ground. Throw the red flag. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that you should be able to challenge that play, I say. Go to the YouTube stream on flagbroadcasting.com. That was Iquan Neal. So he, I've been thinking, unless you get down inside the 15 here, this is probably four-down territory, because I think right now they're just on the edge of Chase McGee's range. So third and 15, three wide receivers to his left, one to his right. That's Neal to the right. Handoff up the middle, and that's going to go for a loss back to the 28-yard line. That was Ajay on the carry. So interesting situation here. It's kind of like that no-man's land territory. So I think they're going to give Chase McGee a shot here. It's going to be about a 45-yard field goal attempt. Wow. And we just saw a 54-yard field goal last week, right? With Matanzas. 7 nothing Bulldogs, 2.40 to go in the first quarter. 45-yard field goal attempt for McGee. Snap is handled well. It's up. It's on its way. And it is just short. No good. That was close. I thought he had it. I said they were on the edge of his field goal range. I think that three-yard loss made a difference. 2.26 to go in the first quarter. So I was saying earlier, this is a young FPC secondary, and I've gotten to see every snap FPC's had in the game. I was at the spring game. I was at the kickoff classic. I was at the Swanee game. And they're young, but they play above their experience. When it's kicked off, uh, when a field goal is short, as long as it crosses the goal line, it is a touchback. This isn't like the NFL where it's given to you at the spot where it was kicked. In right. high school, it's a touchback. And that's a big difference there because if you're Bishop Moore, you would have had the ball at your own 35. Instead, you have it at your own 20. And that's why you take a shot there because if you punt it, it's probably going to be a touchback anyway. So right. why not just try to put three points on the board? First down and 10, Bishop Moore at their own 20-yard line. Jurgensen's going to hand the ball off to Diaz, trying to get to the outside. And he'll pick up about two on the play. I wish somebody had told Brian Kelly that last week, that you can put, you can kick field goals and get points from them. LSU with two horrible red zone possessions. Florida State ended up blowing the doors off of them anyway, though. But I digress. Second down and eight, Bishop Moore. Jurgensen has three wide receivers. Handoff again off the right side. And the Bulldogs are there once again. Maybe a yard on the play. Set up a third and long for the Hornets. That time again, they go to Ladanian Sweeney. Three carries, three yards for Sweeney. Well, looks like they gave him a couple more than that. And they're going to set up, looks like a third and six with 90 seconds to go in the first quarter. Diaz in motion from left to right, fake to him. Jurgensen steps up, throws down the right sideline, overthrows it. And it's incomplete. That'll force a punt. It's a good thing it was overthrown because that might have been another catch for Aiden Peterson. <laughs> That's right. He was right there again. I love what this young secondary is doing. 
Clock stops with 1.15 to go in the first quarter. Bulldogs with a 7-0 lead. Daniel Fish said it starts with his defensive line, and his defensive line has done a good job of getting penetration and maybe forcing Jurgensen to get rid of the ball a little earlier than he would like. Punt is on its way. It's a short punt, shanked punt, out of bounds, maybe five yards from the line of scrimmage. Uh, the official hasn't moved. <laughs> he actually moved back, so it's a one-yard punt. Oh, wow, and that's a great situation for the Bulldogs. For some reason, the clock is rolling. They should have stopped that, I think. Now they do. 53 seconds to go here. Hornets already on the field. Bulldogs huddled up on the sideline. Evan Scruggs actually came in averaging 35 yards a punt for Bishop Moore. So Bull right at the 25-yard line. Great field position for the Bulldogs. It's been a really good first quarter, but still only 7-0. Just two possessions, though. Kaden Gonzalez. He has four wide receivers. Takes the snap, handoff off the right side. Breaks a tackle. Pulling four Hornets forward for about four yards. That was a jai. Physical running. You think you're going to get Marcus Mitchell out of the game and you're going to get a jai out there with the speed, but you know what? He was able to drag tacklers forward too. Yeah, it's been an excellent first half for this FPC offense. 25 seconds to go in the first quarter. A lot of physicality tonight. Gonzalez takes the snap straight back to pass. Looking, throws toward the right sideline. Overthrows his intended receiver, Cody Newton. And the clock will stop with 15 seconds to go in the first quarter and set up a third down and six. Talked about Caden Gonzalez taking what's there, and that wasn't there. He threw it away. A great decision. Got to stay can't go backwards here. You're, as we talked about earlier, you're probably at the edge of Chase McGee's range here. And they might flip the field before that, but there's almost no win. Those flags are not moving at all. Three wide receivers to his right, and it looks like the Hornets jumped. And that'll be close. I think they'll still be a yard short of the first down. And it was offsides on the defense. Oh, they're bringing you, you hear <laughs> you hear elephant. I guess we know what that means. No, it means Kobe Cronk is about to get a direct snap. Cronk at two fifty, Travell Adams at two eighty five, La Peppa, and he sure does get it right up the middle. Pushes the pile, has a first down, about four yards on that carry from Kobe Cronk. Love the guys who can play both ways. Colby Cronk doing his best Cole Hash impersonation. Yes, sir. This week. Cole Hash, how you doing? Because I know you're not playing a game tonight, so I hope you were able to join us. And five seconds left. And that will be the end of the first quarter. Seven-nothing Bulldogs, and they are threatening for more. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Well, Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and they are all for $39.99. 
Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. It was quite a first quarter there for the Bulldogs, Mike. We got some turnovers on defense. We got stops. We got the offense moving the ball. I'd say they made the most of their two weeks. And we'll have Mike Licio stepping up to the microphone with the play-by-play -play here. I thank you, Rich. As we flip the quarter, it is first and 10 at the 13-yard line for FPC. Neil and Newton to the left. Gales and Zizek to the right. Mitchell in the backfield with Kading Gonzalez, who is three of six thus far. Pistol formation. Takes the snap. It's a keeper going up the middle. Dives forward for positive yardage. Nice keeper that time. Good decision. I don't know if that was by design, but again, another one of those positive first down plays. Four yards on first down makes it second and six. We see Darian Smith, all 300 pounds of him, enter the game. Newton and Neal to the left. Dales and Zizek to the right. The DePotter snap, and it's a give to Mitchell. Picks up a couple. That's going to set up a third and manageable right where you want to be if you're the Bulldogs. That was actually a Darian Smith snap as he comes out of the game and DePotter comes back in on third and short. Two receivers to either side in a stack. Pistol formation for Gonzalez. You know, we're going to get a timeout, Mike. Matt Hedrick wants to talk it over for Bishop Moore. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. Johns County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit Elite Driving School FM. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, 11.15 to go in the second quarter. FPC leads 7 to nothing. They have third and six at the eight-yard line. We'll call it five, actually. Third and five at the eight-yard line out of the timeout. Interesting call here because it's not a third and short where you could go to that Colby Cronk formation. So we'll see if they give Caden uh, Gonzalez a shot to make a play here. Three to the left. Neil, Newton, Zizek. Gales alone to the right. And it looks like Bishop Moore jumped and they throw the flag. That is the third Hornet penalty of the night. Encroachment. And you hear it again. You know it's coming. 
It's had a lot of success tonight. And that's going to set up a first and goal, Mike, so that's why you're going to see the elephant as we hear the uh, offensive coaches calling it. First and goal at the four after the penalty. The elephant is Adams, La Pepa, Bronk. Marcus Mitchell, it's a single wing formation with a lot of beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? It's in the elephant. Uh, you can see it. It actually is third <laughs> and one. So the penalty did not quite give him the first down. All right. Kronk keeps it. Big hole. Pushing forward close to the end zone. Did he get in? He did. Touchdown, Kobe. It's 13 to nothing. Rich, you had Colby Cronk getting two touchdowns tonight. Oh, right? yeah. I was all over it, man. <laughs> Just what you wanted. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Who saw that coming? We didn't see the elephant week one, you know? They're called adjustments. <laughs> Just getting started here in the second quarter. Bulldogs, 13 nothing lead, looking to make it 14 Extra point is on its way, and it's good. So we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show and brought to you this week by Shimento Law. We're going to talk about open door recovery, major league retired baseball, Hall of Famer Daryl Strawberry, and addiction, how it's tearing apart our communities. This week, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 930, WNZ. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. It's 14 to nothing after a Colby Cronk touchdown, his second of the night. This one from four yards out. 11.05 to go in the second quarter. Chase McGee getting ready to kick it deep to Diaz yeah. and Alston. Well, and you mentioned it too, the Hornets, they've had a hard time scoring points so far this year and you're down 14 nothing on the road early in the game i guess that's the one thing you can say there's still plenty of football to pl be played here tonight but man bulldogs are doing a fantastic job chase mcgee ready Line drive kick. Diaz back, has it at the one. He's cutting towards the middle of the field. He's going right up the middle of the field. And he is met there and brought down by Aiden Peterson again. Aiden Peterson, what a game he's having. Already has an interception. He's all over the field here early. And that is where Bishop Moore is going to take over at the 25. Rich, we talked about... Bishop Moore struggling to play uphill. Yeah, they've had a hard time scoring so far this year, losing a couple of close ball games, and this one not so close right now, but as we said, a, a lot of football to be played here tonight. First and 10, shotgun formation for Jurgensen takes the snap. It's a give off the left side. That is... Jalen Powell getting his first carry of the night. He's going to be out close to the 30. 
pickup of about six. Nice positive play that time from Bishop Moore. Sets them up with a second down and manageable. Shotgun formation. Hornets back at it. Two receivers to the left. Excuse me, to the right. Fired up the middle. Caught. Nice pass and stride to the big tight end. Jake Pruel, and it's a first down. Yeah, hit him right in stride up the middle there. Beautiful play. Right up the seam. Picks up 13. Pruel's first catch of the night. No time wasted. First and 10 at the 44-yard line. 10-13 to go in the quarter. Pass out to the flat to Diaz. Tries to shake loose. He's across midfield. Close to a first down. <laughs> and there's Kobe Kronk coming in there at the end, making sure he gets a piece of the action. Picks up. They're going to give him the full 10, and it's a first down. First time, I believe, Bishop Moore is in FPC territory. They have not moved the chains yet. They just wound the clock, but the chains haven't moved. Shotgun formation. Jurgensen gives up the middle to Sweeney that time. Not getting much. Maybe two on the play. Yeah, first this is the first positive series you're seeing from the Hornets so far today. And I say it's important for them to put some points on the board here. Feel good about yourself. And stoppage in play, Mike. Looks like they're looking at, are they looking at equipment? Or are they looking at, they end up giving them three on the play. Some discussion now with the line judges. Maybe an issue with the spot? As that plays by the FPC Bulldog Band. Second and eight. I think they spotted it a yard too far that time. So they wanted to make sure that that was right. Nine minutes to go. Second and eight at the 44-yard line. Jurgensen takes the snap. Fires out to the flat. It's complete. And that is Nolan Monroe. His first grab of the night gets him down to about the 34-yard line. It's a pickup of 10. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful wide receiver screen that time to Monroe. And easy first down for Bishop Moore as they move inside the FPC 35-yard line. Jorgensen, 6 of 9, 71 yards. Trying to get lined up. He's going to have three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Sweeney in the backfield. 14-0 FPC leads. Jorgensen looking downfield. Fires. Has Diaz and in up through his hands incomplete. Oh, man, he was trying to drop it in the basket. It was, I'm not going to say overthrown, but a little far and off the fingertips. You think Jurgensen's trying to be a little too fine with those throws? Well, he hasn't had a lot of them, but, yeah, you could say that. Maybe a little too fine. He could have thrown it a little bit more of a he frozen one rope. Play in the flat where he had That's right, yeah. Brule in the first quarter, and he missed him there. Clock stops, 8.09 to go in the second quarter, 14 nothing FPC. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, tight end off the left tackle. Jurgensen calls it out. It's a give to Sweeney. He's trying to turn the corner. He does. 
Picks up about four on the play. It'll bring up third down and long. Nice play by the FPC defensive back out there. Textbook tackle, limiting the gain. Give him two on the play. Sweeney has six carries, 10 yards. 7.43, clock continues to run. Two receivers to the right. A tight end in the slot. One receiver to the left. Sweeney in the backfield with Jurgensen. He's back to throw. He fires complete. And that looked like he hit it to David Coleman, but Coleman could not keep his feet. No, that was Diaz. Yeah, he's going to be just short of the first down, and obviously I think you you consider this four-down territory. It's going to be fourth and three, and we're going to get a stoppage in play, Mike. Daniel Fish wants to talk about it as well. He takes time out. We'll take it with him. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, it's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Mike Felicio back here with you at Flagler Palm Coast High School. Fourth and two at the 27-yard line. Under center. It's a sweep to Davis. No, the ball came out. No, it did not. That was a keeper. A lot of confusion there, Rich. Well, you didn't get it. A lot of confusion, but at the end of it all, the Bulldogs get the football on a turnover on downs. The defense has played great. They didn't play too bad two weeks ago either. But the tables have turned. Instead of the Bulldogs' defense starting in tough positions, it's been the Bishop Moore defense starting in tough positions tonight. 14 to nothing, 7.02 to go in the third. In the second, Bulldogs take over. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the Bulldog offense has been a thing of beauty tonight. Power football, Caden Gonzalez making plays. You got to love what you see here in the first half. And that is. That is Marcus Mitchell up the middle. Positive yardage on first down. They'll give him three on the play. It'll be second and seven. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Give to Mitchell up the middle. Moving the pile to the 30-yard line. He gets across the 30. And that's been the game tonight, power football from the FPC Bulldogs. And I mentioned before, you know, Caden Gonzalez, he's making plays as well. So even though it's third and about six here, you still feel confident if you're FPC that you can convert here. 11 carries, 45 yards for Mitchell. It's third and five at the 30. Newton and Neal to the left. Zizek to the right. Your tight end is Roman Caliendo. 
Mitchell in the backfield with Caden Gonzalez. He's calling out the signals from the 30-yard line. 5.53 to go. It's a play action. Caliendo out in the flat. He has the first down and more. He almost had you fooled that time, Mike, with that um, play fake. Pickup of eight. First down. What a play by Caden Gonzalez there. Good ball handling skills. It looks like we have a stoppage in play, Mike. We have a water break. Go ahead and rehydrate. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. 5.44 to go in the first half. FPC leads 14 to nothing out of the water break. They have first and 10 at their own 38. Mike Licio, Rich Carroll here with you at Sal Campanella Stadium. Gonzalez takes a snap. Pump fake looking downfield, trying to find... He was trying to find Neil there. A lot of contact. No call. Yeah, both guys fighting for position. Ball thrown toward the sideline. Good no call, I think. It'll bring up second and 10. Zizek all alone to the right. Neil and Newton to the left. Gonzalez in the pistol. Takes a snap. He gives it to Mitchell. Mitchell has a hole. He's across the 45. He's down to the 48-yard line. And it's going to be close to an FPC first down. How many tackles did he break that time? You saw a lot of attempt at ankle tackles there, Mike, and it just didn't work out. You couldn't pay me enough to ankle tackle Marcus <laughs> Mitchell. He picks up 10. He's got 55 yards rushing. Six linemen in the game. Gethin Pritchard is technically the tight end. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Pistol formation. Give to Mitchell. Pump fake, actually. Little contact there, but no call looking for Zizek. And it's second down. Yeah, again, I think that was good coverage by uh, David Coleman for sure. Good no call. Second and 10 at the Bulldogs' own 49. Down 14, excuse me, up 14 to nothing. 5.15 to go in a second. Jet. Jet. We're going to get another stoppage in play. So we'll take a timeout here. Just making sure they started to walk off. Back in 30 seconds, you're listening and watching Flagler County High School Football on the Flagler Radio app and the WNZF Sports Network. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that is included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. 5.15 to go in the second quarter. FPC leads 14 to nothing. Out of the timeout, they have second and 10 at their own 49. Mike Licio, Rich Carroll here with you. 
Newton. Zizek to the right. Dales to the left. Mitchell in the backfield. Caliendo to tight end as Newton comes in motion. It's a give to Mitchell up the middle. He bounces it outside. He's across midfield. Positive yardage there. Picked up about four. Oh, yeah. Great footwork by Mitchell that time, too. He ran into a wall, then sidestepped, trying to get to the outside, and he did for four yards. Third and six. Ball at the 47-yard line. They need the 41 for a first down. Newton and Neal to the left. Zizek and Dales to the right. Mitchell in the backfield with Gonzalez. 4.44 to go in the half. Gonzalez back to throw. Pulls it down, and he's going to be sacked. First one there was Omari Reed, and it's going to bring up fourth down. Just the second Bishop Moore sack of the season. Jake Krul in there as well on the sack. Good defensive stand by the Hornets. Give themselves a shot here nearing the end of the first half. We're coming up on the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play Halftime Show. Special guest on the Halftime Show, Mike. FPC cheerleading captain, student body president, Layla Jackson. Chase McGee back deep, clock running, four minutes to go in the half. Two back deep, high snap for McGee, he feels it, gets it away, good kick. That's going to be fielded by Diaz, and he's going to be declined and taken down. Big hit by Zyklon Neal. Wow. <laughs> That's why you call a fair catch, maybe. <laughs> Lowered the boom there. Yeah. My goodness. Luckily, he held on to that football if you're the Hornets. So they will take over at the 26-yard line, 348 to go in the second quarter. Jurgensen steps back out on the field. He is 7 for 11, 76 yards. And he's made some plays out there, Mike, but the Bulldogs, they have shut down this Hornet offense completely in the first half. They have nine carries for 18 yards on the ground. Amazing. Timeout, Bulldogs, back in 30 seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on the Flagler Radio app and the WNZF Sports Network. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Blinds by Jason. A gorgeous night on on Friday on Sal Campanella Campanella Stadium. Words are important, Richard. 3.48 to go in the half. FPC leads 14 to nothing. First and 10 at the 26-yard line for the Bishop Moore Hornets. Yeah, and it's also important for the Hornets to get on the scoreboard here before the half ends, feel like they're in the game. A bunch to the left, one to the right. Sweeney in the backfield. Jurgensen starts off the drill, fires it complete. That is Monroe. He is across the 35, and he's got a first down, a pickup of 13 on first down. Great job by Nolan Monroe finding that hole in the zone and sitting in it, and great job by Jurgensen finding him. Second catch for Monroe. First and 10 at the 38. Two receivers to the right. 
as well as a tight end, if you can call him that. It's a give to Sweeney. Up the middle, across the 40, picks up a short game. Clock still runs, 3.20 to go in the second quarter. Pickup of three on the play. Sweeney, seven carries, 14 yards. Alston out wide to the right. Three receivers that, to that side. Fired and complete. Threads the needle that time to Cruel. And he's a close to midfield and close to the first down. I think he got it. Oh, yeah, that was a dart, and it was between uh, defenders and a great move by Cruel to the inside to pick, pick up the extra yardage needed to get a first down. They put the ball right on midfield. 97 yards passing for Jurgensen. 2.45 to go. Out in the flat. That is complete. We'll call it a forward pass. That's one of those that could go either way. It's a nine-yard gain nonetheless. Yep, just catch the football and don't give the officials a chance to decide on that one. Brings up second and one at the 42-yard line. They have a bunch to the left. One receiver to the right. That's Alston. Sweeney in the backfield as Jurgensen takes the snap. Looking to throw. Fires out in the flat. Has Diaz. First down and more inside the 30. That'll stop the clock with 2.08 to go. No, look out now. Jurgensen's getting hot. Leading the Hornets down the field here. And if you make this a one-score game before the half, we got ourselves a ball game. Jurgensen's completed five straight passes. That one for 12 yards. First and 10 on the 30. 2.08 to go in the half. He's in the shotgun. Alston all alone on his right side. Ooh, it looks like the Bulldogs jumped that time, Mike. They say that Bishop Moore did, but the officials do not agree. Just the third FPC penalty of the night. So it'll be second and five at the 25. Excuse me, first and five. Two minutes and eight seconds away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play halftime show. Two receivers to the left. Now three to the left. It's a bunch. Alston, all alone to the right. Jurgensen waiting for them to wind the clock. He's in the shotgun with Sweeney. Fires out to the sideline, complete to Monroe. Monroe close to the first down, and he's got it. He'll be down inside the 20 as the clock stops with 159 to go. Talk about hard running. That was Monroe there. He broke a couple tackles, pulled defenders forward for the first down. Good hard run that time from Monroe. Seven straight completions now for Jurgensen. He's 12 for 16 in the game. Clock running, 147 to go. Back to throw. Looking to the corner of the end zone. Has Alston deep. Double catch, but he caught it. And that's a touchdown. That was in and out of his hands. He was able to pull it back in on the second effort. And the Hornets are on the board. Yeah, and the tricky part is there where the second time you catch it, you got to keep your feet in bounds, and he did. So 14 to 6, 138 to go. In the quarter. And this will be 
Scruggs, who missed an extra point last week, excuse me, two weeks ago against Edgewater, 14 to 6. Kick is up, and it's good. Back with the kickoff in 13 seconds. It's 14 7 FPC. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, it's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. One thirty-eight to go in the first half. Jurgensen, 7 for 7, 57 yards on that drive, including a 19-yard touchdown pass to Austin. Hornets trail 14-7. That is Scruggs to kick off. High end over end kick, fielded at the five-yard line. That is Neal. And he is out across the 30. The ball came out. It did. There's a flag on the play. Right now, the Hornets have it. We'll check the flag. Usually, those flags aren't in favor of the returning team, which... Wow, and what a huge turn of events here. If it is Bishop Moore ball, they still have 86 seconds left in the half to get another score on the board. And just a moment ago, they were trailing 14-0. Now they're... Trailing 14-7 with a chance at another. The officials gathering to discuss. And Jurgensen's gotten red hot. He was six for his first 10, and he's completed his last seven. He's 13 for 17 for 133 yards. So the Bulldogs have dominated this first half, and with a couple of minutes left here, the tables are turning. Looks like both offenses are on the field right now. I should remind the officials, hey, tune into the Flagler Broadcasting, and it is FPC ball. <laughs> if you need to throw that red flag, tune into the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube page, and you can watch this broadcast. If you're in the car right now listening, you can go home and turn on YouTube and watch the game. Don't turn it on when you're in the car. <laughs> yes. Disclaimer, do not watch in the car. Yeah, that's not what I was saying. Don't do it. <laughs> so um, good for FPC there. They did not turn the ball over. That message courtesy of the WNZF legal team. The more you know. <laughs> so they haven't, they haven't told us what the flag is. It's still on the field, by the way. Safe to say Bishop Moore coach Matt Hedrick doesn't like it, though. Yeah. We have established that it is FPC ball, just not what the penalty was. So they must have ruled him down before the ball came out because it's an FPC penalty. I'm going to move him back all the way to the 15. So they ruled him down, I'm assuming, because if it was 
If he wasn't, then it would be Bishop Moore Ball with superb field position. 126 to go. FPC takes over at their own 15. Jaden Gonzalez has gone all the way. Takes the snap. Looking downfield. Overthrown, and there's a late flag thrown. We'll see what it is. Yeah, he was a little high on that one. Pass attempted for Zyquan Neal. 121 to go. The clock stops. Bulldogs have four penalties for 35 yards. Hornets three for 25. More discussion between the officials at the 15-yard line. Ineligible man downfield, so that's going to go back five yards. So if you're the Bulldogs, you're pretty satisfied, I guess, uh, going into halftime with a lead here. No need to be overly aggressive, I would think. 121 to go. They're at their own 10. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Gonzalez in the shotgun with Mitchell. Mitchell has a hole. Moving the pile forward close to the 15-yard line. A pickup of five. It's going to be second and ten. I think Bishop Moore, how many timeouts does Bishop Moore have left? Scoreboard says three, but I don't think that's right. One minute to go. Would you call timeout here if you're Bishop Moore? I would. I would think about it, but they may only have the one. 45 seconds. The clock continues to run. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Mitchell in the backfield. Takes a snap, gives it to Mitchell up the middle. Maybe a yard. And now the Hornets are going to call timeout. They're going to have to put some time on the clock. And they give a sideline warning to Bishop Moore, I believe. The flag just came out. The clock continues to run. Did they not stop the clock? The clock is still moving as the official. There was a flag call, too, so not sure. And they're just going to. You know, they should probably put about 25 seconds on the clock. And now the officials stop play and a timeout for Bishop Moore. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. The official back here, Mike Licio, Rich Carroll. There's an official by. So we're trying to figure out where there was a flag thrown. It looks like a timeout was called. They're telling them to put 30 seconds on the clock. I don't see what the penalty was. But there was a flag thrown. I think it was a sideline warning, but they have not signaled anything. They're saying to put 3-0 on the clock. 
14-7. Bulldogs right now, as it stands, have third and nine at the 16-yard line with 30 seconds to go. 30 seconds away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shot Play halftime show. Never saw the signal. I'm assuming it was a sideline warning because it was thrown near a coach. Third and nine. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Mitchell in the backfield with him. It's a give to Mitchell. No surprise there. Across the 20, close to the first down at the 25. And they say he got it. Pick up for nine by Mitchell. And another timeout, Mike. So I thought Mitchell got it. It looked like he did. So that's an interesting timeout call. Are they going to measure here? Yeah, measure it. It's a first down. And then we'll take that timeout back. <laughs> I mean, the line, the sticks were put down at the 15-yard line. That ball is touching the 25. That should be a first down, I would think. I guess the, the goal. That's what Daniel Fish just said. He just pointed down at the yard line. He says it's touching the yard line. Shouldn't that be a first down? Now the officials are like, well, maybe he has a point. 14-7 Bulldogs, 27 seconds to go here. Looks like they're couple inches short of the first down they got that first down i guess the half would be over bishop moore would not have called the timeout but i guess if you're the hornets here you the goal is to get fpc to punt the ball and possibly force them into a mistake i'm surprised they didn't even try to measure that because like i said the ball is touching the yard line and in fact they are going to measure now i think Perhaps requested by Coach Fish. A lot of discussion on the field right now. Perhaps confusion. Now a first down. And now they give them the first down. So do you run a play here, Rich? What do you, I mean, you run a play, but do you try and gain some yardage and try and get into scoring position here, or do you just try to run out the clock? I'm not sure what the timeout situation is for Bishop Moore right now, but if they have no timeouts left, I would just go into victory formation and in the half with a 14-7 lead. Looks like they will run a play, so perhaps Bishop Moore has a timeout left. And there's still discussion on the field now. I'm sure Hedrick wants to know why he... Now they're moving it back and making it fourth down in inches again. <laughs> you know what they haven't... To, oh, now they're going to measure. Oh, okay. After the chains have been moved, so I'm sure this will be super accurate. <laughs> Would have been nice to do that in the first place, right? I'm telling you, a chapter in my book. <laughs> I've been instructed to stop saying that so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't name names or the circumstances except to say there's a chapter in my book that will go to a certain group of people. Mike, be nice. <laughs> Always. <laughs> And they are short, according to the sticks. So now if you're Bishop Moore, that timeout works in your favor. They were very close to blocking Chase McGee's last punt. And but, again, that's the goal for, you know, you make the Bulldogs punt the ball here, and you never know. Bad snap. Uh, so many things can happen here uh, to the Hornets' advantage. So it looks like, I would guess, I'm assuming here, they would try to draw them off here. And if they don't call timeout and punt, I would assume, although LaPeppa 
and Colby Kronk have made their way pretty close to where the offense is on the sideline. Yeah, they are lining up to go for it at their own 25-yard line. Fourth and inches, 27.9 seconds to go in the half. Bulldogs lead 14-7. Neil all alone to his right, Newton and Zizek, and not even an attempt. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Mike Licio, Rich Carroll back with you at Sal Campanella Stadium. FPC has fourth and inches at the 25-yard line, and the punt team comes on the field. Rich, how did we get crunk before Little John? <laughs> it's impossible to explain. I don't know what to tell you. No one back deep for Bishop Moore. And then Aaron Reed, their linebacker, tells... Devon St. Clair, go back there. It's blocked. It's blocked. Drool can't handle it. He kicks it forward. And now it's a scramble to the ball. <laughs> Who has it? The Bulldogs are saying they have it. Clock stops with 14.8 seconds to go. And that was a cruel twist of fate for Cruel there because... He actually kicked the ball backwards. It hit off the back of his heel and went all the way up to close to midfield. If he falls on that ball, they're probably in field goal range. Amazing. They probably have one shot at the end zone and then a field goal at around the 15 to 20 yard line. But instead, they're going to be out near midfield with 14.8 to go. BC defense needs to stand up for maybe two plays, possibly three. And I guess if you're the Hornets here, you're just throwing the ball towards the end zone, Hail Mary style. Jurgensen has completed seven straight passes. Diaz and Alston to the right. Pruel to the left. Jurgensen back to throw. Kobe Crown coming. He has to step up. Avoids LaPeppa. He's still running. He's across the 40, inside the 35, off of a Watson tackle, and down to the 30, picks up 16. Clock stops with five seconds left. Oh, masterful pocket presence from Jurgensen that time to step up and avoid the sack from Colby Cronk. You don't see a lot of quarterbacks avoiding Colby Cronk, but he did that time, and he sets them up. It looks like they're going to attempt the field goal here. The long this year... For Scruggs is 37. This one would be 47. Diaz to hold. Call it 40. Yep, 47. No win to speak of. On the left hash mark. Diaz calls for it. Puts it down. Kick is up. Is it long enough? It is not. Clock stops with one second left. Well, it doesn't stop. The half is over. <laughs> That's it for the first half. The FBC Bulldogs lead 14-7 in what was an exciting first half with the Bishop Moore Hornets. A lot of football to play be played here tonight. 
And we're moments away from that Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show where we're going to have a special guest. And Mike's going to break down the first half with stats and everything you want on the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show. We'll be back after these words on the WNZF Sports Network. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit Elite Driving School FL. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show and brought to you this week by Shimento Law. We're going to talk about open door recovery, Major League retired baseball, Hall of Famer Daryl Strawberry, and addiction, how it's tearing apart our communities. This week, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 9 you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money. You're never gonna believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. 
The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring. We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash Cash it in. Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. Johns Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Supply. Bay Street Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show and brought to you this week by Shimento Law. We're going to talk about open door recovery, Major League retired baseball, Hall of Famer Daryl Strawberry, and addiction, how it's tearing apart our communities. This week, Live Workshop Light. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. We're at the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show. 14-7 Bulldogs over the Hornets in what was really an exciting first half, Mike. Very much so. The Bulldogs jumped out in front 14-0, and then Bjorn Jurgensen got hot, completing his last seven passes to get Bishop Moore on the board. FPC was able to keep them off the scoreboard again. Towards the end of the half, as the Black Gold Brigade of the Bishop Moore Hornets walks off the field. 
And I know we were talking about it earlier. We do have a special guest here on the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show. Who did you get for us, Mike? Well, we have FPC Cheer Captain, FPC Student Body President, and International Baccalaureate Scholar Layla Jackson on. And she was excited for this game, and you're going to hear why in just a minute. When did you start cheering? So I didn't start doing cheer until my freshman year in high school. Before then, I had done dance, but I saw cheer and I saw how much fun that it looked like everyone was having that was in it. And I was honestly amazed at the spirit that all the cheerleaders had when I would go to games before I attended FPC. But yeah, I started in freshman year, so this would be my fourth year running. What was the transition from dance like? The transition, it was definitely different because of the addition of stunting. I didn't have any experience going in, but putting in the work and making sure to attend practices and going in with a good mindset really helped me grow in that regard. What's been your favorite memory so far in cheer? I would say my favorite memory would have to be cheering when it rains. <laughs> Even though it seems unfortunate, honestly, it's so much fun because pushing through and Despite the circumstance, when it rains, honestly, everyone just comes together. And we realize at the end of the day, it's about fun and making sure that everyone has a good time. That makes me think of something else. What about when the lights go out? Because I know most people in high school, that may happen once. It seems to happen all the time at FPC. What about those moments, cheering in the dark? So some of those moments are actually my favorite. I'm so glad you asked because sometimes it'll work out. So it's happened twice to me. And one of the times I know that our theme was neon out. So everyone ended up like glowing in the dark. And we honestly had a dance party. It was so much fun. And it wasn't scary at all. It was such like a crazy experience that we had the time of our lives. I have video of it. It's one of the loudest times I've ever seen at the Sal. It was incredible. It was awesome. You're the student body president. What inspired you to take that on? So for student body president, I'm also involved in the Student Government Association. And I also got involved in that my freshman year. And between cheer and also SGA, school spirit is a huge part of my experience here at FPC. And what inspired me to get involved is honestly making memories with everyone and realizing that service is one of my biggest drives for what makes me come to school every day, what keeps me involved. And I love how I can see service being a part of my experience in SGA and cheerleading. Why do you have so much pride in FPC? What makes it so special? Sometimes it's hard to answer this because I love my school so much. Um, my pride. Pride in FEC honestly comes from seeing how authentic we are. We have every kid, every walk of life here at our school, from all the things that you can think of, every background, and it makes us who we are. And the things that we've been through in the past couple of years, we've shown that we're resilient, that we have amazing kids, and being a part of the culture here is one of the greatest blessings I've ever had. Now, do you have aspirations of holding public office someday? I used to. I'm still thinking about it, um, but it's definitely um, on the list of things I would want to do. What about your college plans? Have you figured out where you want to go yet? I'm sure you've been out checking out colleges and really looking into it. Have you narrowed it down? Yes. So thank God I have the parents I have because they definitely put college on the forefront of what I'm looking for. I'm also in the International Baccalaureate program, so looking at Florida schools for scholarships has definitely been on my list. University of Florida, Florida State University, and the University of South Florida. What do you want to accomplish before you leave FPC? I definitely want to accomplish making a lot more people feel included and emphasizing that getting involved is one of the best things that you can do and to start now. A lot of kids, they think, well, I'll do it sophomore year. 
I'll do it junior year, I'll do it senior year. In a blink of an eye, now I'm here. So I definitely want to emphasize that. Start now, get involved now, and it'll be worth it. What do you do in the little spare time you have? What do you like to do for fun? Honestly, I love hanging out with my family. I love hanging out with my parents because I'm the youngest and one of my sisters is in college and then my oldest sister, she lives in another state. So taking that time with them. I like to sleep a lot, <laughs> recharge. I think that's super important to refuel. And I like to read, watch movies, pretty much normal stuff. <laughs> Don't ever change the sleeping thing. People would be startled to know how much I sleep in on the weekends. Oh my gosh, I think it's so important. <laughs> What's your favorite sport to cheer for? That's a really hard one. I ask the tough questions. Uh, I would have to say football. Because even though I love basketball and I love the types of cheers we have, it's amazing. Absolutely love that season. But with football, you have so many different groups come together to make the Friday Night Lights culture. You have the band, you have Starlet, you have Cheer, you have our awesome student section. It really helps to paint a picture of what FPC is and who we are. I think that's one of the things that gets lost about FPC is that, yeah, every school has a football team and every school has all the things that you just said, but very few schools bring them together like FPC. The band is just as much a part of the football game as the starlets, as the cheerleaders. Everybody kind of works together as one. It's very special. I completely agree. We really are something special. How excited are you for Friday night? I am stoked. I'm really stoked. I'm especially excited for our first home game on September 8th, and I can't wait to see everyone come back. I can't wait for our freshman class to see what FEC is really about, experiencing as a student for the first time. Every year is great, but this year feels different. I feel something awesome coming. You're a senior now. Do you still get goosebumps? Do you still get excited before a competition, before a game? Is that energy still flowing? Before games, I am just as nervous as when I was put on the JV team my freshman year. Especially now with having a captain title, it's a different kind of pressure. I know a lot more people in the stands now. But honestly, using that energy to do my best and put my best foot forward or my best palm forward, it really helped to help control all of that nervous energy and put it toward doing my best. All right, we're back here at South Campanella Field, FPC up 14-7. Joe Mullins Companies, Live, Shop, Work, Play, Halftime Show. Great job that time, Mike. Good interview. I was very excited when I got done with that interview. I had to say that was one of the best interviews I've done. We'll have plenty more for you. We have a special set of interviews set up for the Potato Bowl next week, so you'll want to tune in for that. We'll have a couple of Potato Bowl greats on the Halftime Show. Should I go ahead and tell them or no? Potato Bowl? Well, you can't tease them like that and not let them know what's going on. We'll have... Former FPC Bulldog, Marcel Williams, the greatest Bulldog of my time in Flatler County. For the FPC side and for the Matanzas side, we'll have Mackenzie Wagner, the only Matanzas quarterback ever to beat FPC. He was 2-0 and against the Bulldogs. Wow, unbelievable when you think of that. In all the years, those two wins, Mackenzie Wagner, and for sure, he's one of the greats. They're both some of the greatest players we've seen come through football county. The thing about Mackenzie Wagner, he there were players that were bigger, there were players that were faster, there were players that were stronger, there were quarterbacks who could throw the ball further. You know what they couldn't do better than him? They couldn't win better than Mackenzie Wagner. That's true. And, and, you know, we hear a lot of talk, even at the NFL level, where it's about the system and the quarterback-coach combination. And at that time... That Ripley-Wagner combination 
just it worked. You know, they knew each other. He knew how to put Mackenzie Wagner in a position to succeed, and they were a successful team. That was one of the best uh, pirate teams of all time. And then, of course, Marcel Williams. We, I've been petitioning for years to get the Player of the Game award changed to Marcel Williams because he won it just about every week. There was nothing he could not do. He could. He returned kicks. He returned punts. He played corner. He played running back. He played wide receiver. And he talked about it. And we'll hear from him next week. But he talked about the work he had to put in to be successful at it. Had a great college career at Marshall. And like I said, there was nothing on the field that man couldn't do. So I was very excited to talk to him. I'm very excited. I'll be talking to McKenzie tomorrow. And you'll hear them both next um, Friday night at the Potato Bowl, the 15th annual Potato Bowl. That's the reason we're doing this. This is the 15th annual Potato Bowl next week at Matanzas. Oh, yeah, that's pretty incredible. And, you know, we should also mention that tomorrow morning at 7.30 right here on News Radio WNZF, you can hear the very special Rich and Mike Sports Show where we will have a post-game show, right? We'll review what happened here tonight. Mike will try to get a player and a coach on, and that's what we've been doing the past couple of weeks. So make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at 7.30 on WNZF for the official post-game show. Also, uh, it's available on the Flagler Radio app, so if you don't wake up at 7.30 in the morning, hey, it's Saturday, I get it. You can go ahead and check it out on the Flagler Radio app. Also, if you're listening to this game in the car right now, and you want to actually watch the action, when you get home, go to the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube page, go to the WNZF Sports Network, and there we are, live. I got to be honest, I did not get up for the Rich and Mike Sports Show <laughs> after the Swanee game. In fact, <laughs> I almost barely got to bed because we finished recording that around 2.30 in the morning, and then I spent 30 minutes on the phone Yo. with my good friend Matt Forrest. <laughs> so I was barely... Barely got in the bed by the time the Rich and Mike Sports Show came on. That's something you should not be honest about, Mike. Not getting <laughs> up to see the Rich and to hear the Rich and Mike Sports Show. That's what the SoundCloud's for. <laughs> That's why you have the Flagler Radio app. That's right. That's why you have the Flagler Radio app, and uh, you can go ahead and listen to it anytime. If you don't listen to it tomorrow, listen to it Sunday. Listen to it Monday, and of course, it's always a little sweeter when the home team wins. Or. Listen to it on the radio at 7.30 and listen to it again on the SoundCloud because you like it that much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to it again and again and again. Just listen to it on a loop. We like that. <laughs> so 14-7 FPC over Bishop Moore. Interesting game here tonight. It was 14 nothing, and the Bulldogs dominating the first half until the very end where you saw Jurgensen get hot and a blocked punt at the end of the quarter, at the end of the half as well, made things interesting. But 14-7, what do the stats say there, Mike? Stats are a little lopsided, but I think that's mostly because FPC had really good field position most of the game. They were outgained 171 to 121, 133 yards passing, 38 yards rushing for Bishop Moore. That Jurgensen run at the end of the half was the longest run play they had. He had 16 yards rushing. He's their leading rusher. He was 13 for 17 for 133 yards. His leading receiver is Alston with four catches, 58 yards. For the Bulldogs, Caden Gonzalez, four completions, 48 yards, three of them to Zizek, who is 
has 39 yards receiving. Marcus Mitchell, 15 carries, 64 yards. Colby Crock, four carries, 14 yards, two touchdowns in the elephant formation. The elephant formation. Who saw that coming? We know Colby Cronk is an amazing player, and he gets at the quarterback, but who knew he could run it in for a touchdown? How could you ever doubt it? <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I knew I knew he was a great player, and uh, you're seeing him take it to another level this week, and it's fun to watch. As Homer Simpson would say, he's donuts. Homer says, ah, donuts. Is there anything they can't do? <laughs> and that's Colby Cronk. Is there anything he can't do? I'll tell you what he can't do. Mm. He can't turn it off. Yeah. Colby Cronk is 100 miles an hour in everything he does. We talked to Daniel Fish earlier in the year, and he said that guy only knows one speed for everything in life, and it's full speed. Ludicrous speed. Like Ludicrous speed. <laughs> We've got the Bulldogs on the field. Here comes Bishop Moore, and here comes Mike Licio with the play-by-play. -play. Bill Belichick says the last four minutes of the first half, first four minutes of the second half are the most important eight minutes of the game as the clock ticks down to zero, and we get ready to kick off at a rocking Sal Campanella Stadium. That is Diaz back deep, and I believe that's Alston with him as Chase McGee is going to tee the ball up at the 40-yard line. And if you're Bishop Moore, that's why you defer, right? You're down a, a one score, and you get to start the half here with the football and a chance to get the equalizer. Let's shout out Chase McGee. He had a touchdown-saving tackle. <laughs> Might be the difference in this ball game right now on a, on a, on a defense. That is that is true. And talk about doing it all, huh? Alston was <laughs> gone on that play, and he was able to run him out of bounds. He was. Exciting atmosphere here. Even Bishop Moore, you know, they packed the visitor stands. You can see on your screen there. That's not a bad following there from where they're coming from. Bishop Moore, if you don't know, is I referenced the golf course, but it's right in the heart of downtown Orlando. So that's quite a trip to get out here for Friday Night Lights, but they're supporting their Hornets and their Hornets trail 14-7. McGee, McGee has a teed up on the left hash mark at the 40. Looks like he'll kick it right down to Davis. Let's see as he steps into it. End over end kick. Diaz fields it at the three. He's running up the left side and runs into a wall. Who is that? That was Charlie Perry, I believe. The coaches say that's Mad Dog, Mike. <laughs> Their eyes are better than mine. Well Quite a hit there. There is a flag on the play. So right now the ball is at the 23-yard line. Targeting on a on FPC. Interesting call there, Mike, on a kickoff. Looked like it was a heads-up tackle. Again, you guys can go and watch the replay on the live stream. Yep, on the WNZF Sports Network on the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube page. And that one you can run on a loop as well, by the way, just to watch it as many times as you want. Sixth penalty of the night for FPC for a total of 65 yards. First and 10 at the 38 for Jurgensen, who has completed five, excuse me, seven straight passes. A bunch to the left, one receiver to the right is Alston. It's a give to Sweeney up the middle, and he goes nowhere. Somebody lost a helmet that time. So 
So it's going to be second and 10. Great opportunity for the Hornets here to start the half with great field position at the 39. Malik Joseph checks in on defense. Travell Adams had to go get his helmet adjusted as Jurgensen calls for the snap. And it's a false start. Fourth Bishop Moore penalty. Yeah, and that one hurts. They gave Sweeney one on that for last play, so he's got 15 yards rushing on eight carries. Now you put yourself in an early hole here if you're the Hornets on this series and need a big play here on second down. Jurgensen takes the snap, fires in the flats, and rolling he's dropped right there. A play. Wow. Trying to see the number. Oh, these old eyes, Rich. <laughs> he's tying his shoes, right? It's hard to see. That was Zayden Green, a sophomore linebacker, making the stop there. Yeah, he wasn't fooled at all on the wide receiver screen, and he was there immediately to drop Monroe. Loses two on the play. Now we've seen the Hornets have success on that play earlier in this game. Eight straight completions for Sweeney. Excuse me, Jurgensen. Colby Crock off the edge. He has to get rid of it. Through the hands. That's the second one tonight. And Alston was not able to corral. Yeah, it was a nice route he ran. He was wide open and probably gets the first down on third and long there. Just couldn't handle the pass. So three and out to start the third quarter. 10.26 to go for Bishop Moore. First incomplete pass in nine attempts for Jurgensen. Newton back deep. Robbie Daly back there with him. Scruggs back to kick. He steps into a line drive kick. Goes out of bounds. You know, it looks like we're going to get a running into the kicker here. Hopefully a running in. Yeah, you don't want the roughing the kicker. It didn't look like a roughing ki the kicker to me. So they're going to talk it over. You know, it's running the kicker, Mike. That's a five-yard penalty and not a first down. The roughing, I believe, would be an automatic first down. So I think the I'm guessing if they're talking to Coach Hedrick that they're it's not a first down and they want to know if he wants to re kick or take the penalty. I would not re kick if I was him. That was actually a decent punt that time. They haven't moved the chains yet. Ten sixteen to go in the third. It's neon night here at FPC. And it has declined. Oh, but there's but there... a face mask. Wow. So it's going to break it fourth and one. Interesting call here for the Hornets. Up near midfield, fourth and one at their own 47-yard line. Well, you definitely take the penalty because you, if you're going to kick, you give yourself an extra 15 yards here. Definitely. It's not good when the um, line judge is asking for an explanation. <laughs> Seventh FPC penalty tonight. I love the video Can you because you can see the officials confused like us. 
now that's what Daniel Fish wants to know is what the heck is going on. Yeah, what's going on here, guys? And as we see right there, uh, Daniel Fish having a discussion with the officials. Doesn't look thrilled with the outcome. Offense on the field. Diaz and Alston to the right. Rule to the left out wide. Oh, man, this is huge. They are going to go for it. Under center. Diaz in motion. And that's going to be easily picked up. That's going to be about a three-yard gain there by Jurgensen. And a first down at midfield. He's their leading rusher tonight. Clock didn't stop while they set the chains. Jurgensen in the shotgun. Keeps it himself. That was a bad idea. Brings him down. As well as Colby Cronk, he was back there too. What a combination. LaPeppa with his second sack of the season. Loses three on the play. 9.41 to go in the third. The clock is stopped. Starts again. Diaz and Alston to the right. Two receivers to the left. Jurgensen in the shotgun. Looking to throw. Fires to Monroe in and out of his hands. And it's going to be third down and long. Yeah, that time he had him a little behind him. If he leads him on that play, it's going to be a good game. Probably set up a third down and about six or seven. Instead, it's going to be third and long. You see the Bulldog defense signaling the money sign. It's money down, third down. This is where you win games. Third and 13. Ball at the 47. Jurgensen in the shotgun. Two receivers to either side. FPC showing blitz. Here they come. Back to throw. Kobe Crump is going And he's dropped for a sack. Wow, Kobe Crump. He's been getting back there often on this series, and that time he gets the prize. Big quarterback sack on third down for Kobe Cronk to force the punt. 9 4 to go in the third quarter. 14-7 FPC leads, and they're about to get the ball back. Newton and Daly back deep for FPC. Evan Scruggs to kick for Bishop Moore. Bishop Moore converted on fourth and one, and after that they went backwards. Steps into it, line drive kick. Newton fields it on the hop at the 23. He's going up across the 35, still on his feet, close to the 40. It's going to be good field position for FPC. Nice job by Cody Newton getting the ball up to the 40-yard line. Good job fielding a line drive punt. Calm on the bounce and gets it to the 40-yard line. Great field position. Caden Gonzalez coming back out for FPC. He'll have two receivers to the left. It's Neal and Newton. Caliendo's the tight end. Mitchell in the backfield. Neal out wide to the right. Gonzalez takes the snap. Gives it up the middle to Marcus Mitchell. Across the 40. Still dragging tacklers with him. And they're going to say forward progress was stopped at about the 41. And that's been the game for the Bulldogs tonight. Power football, the occasional play from their quarterback, Gonzalez, and just flat-out fantastic defense 
by the Bulldogs here tonight. 16 carries, 67 yards. Newton, Neal to the right. Excuse me, Newton and Zizek to the right. Neal to the left. Pistol formation for Gonzalez. Takes the snap. Play action. Rolling right. Looking downfield. Fires. Caught. What a catch. Oh. Great patience by Gonzalez there, waiting for Zizek to break open deep down the field, and he hit him perfectly. Beautiful play by the quarterback and receiver. That's been quite a combination so far tonight, Gonzalez to Zizek. Zizek, four catches, 27 yards. Gonzalez in the shotgun. Give to Mitchell. He's trying to bounce it outside. They try to arm tackle him again, and it doesn't end well as he picks up seven. Arm tackling Mitchell again. A jai on the carry that time, right? Don't arm tackle him either. He yes. has 12 yards rushing. Set up a second and short. Nice run there on first down. Doolin in a tight end. It's a gift to a giant again. First down. Quickly lined up. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Stoppage in play here. Somebody call a timeout, Mike. Very interesting here. Looks like uh, the officials themselves decided to stop the bulldog momentum. I don't think you should. They stop the clock. I don't. You don't get to substitute if the other team doesn't substitute. First and ten at the fourteen. Give to Jade again inside the five. Georgie crosses the goal line. Touchdown! Touchdown, Bulldogs! It's ten to seven. Incredible running that time by a giant. Great, great blocking by his offensive line. They were opening up those holes big time on that drive, and perhaps the Hornets getting a little tired on defense. Very much so. Two carries for 33 yards back to back for a giant, and it's 20 to 7 as Chase McGee trots out. Wow, and that's what it's been, power football here tonight, whether it's Marcus Mitchell or Ajay. McGee to tack on the extra point. Newton to hold. Snap is down, kick is up, and it's good. 21-7 FPC, 6-20 to go in the third quarter. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's all included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. 
46 yards rushing for Zion on six carries. He puts the FPC Bulldogs up two touchdowns. I think we're getting a water break here. And right as we come back, we get a water break. Incredible job. What, what way to respond by FPC, I was going to say. Yeah, for sure, because you got Bishop Moore. They get the ball first. They get great field position. They convert on a fourth down and one at midfield. And from there, they go backwards. Bulldogs get the ball back and, again, just run the ball down their throat. This time with the Jai and back-to-back -back plays, big runs, one for the touchdown, and it's a 21-7 lead with 6.20 to go in the third quarter. Bulldogs, for the most part, I would say, dominating this football game. And it's been with physicality. Physicality. They are, they are winning the battle in the trenches. On offense and on defense, yep. Winning the, winning the battle up front. And you are seeing skill position players come up with big plays. Ajay had the big run for the touchdown, but you had the big completion from Gonzalez to Zizek on that drive as well. This is a playoff team that won eight games last year and has made the playoffs the last five seasons. And in fact, 10 of the last 11, as McGee tees it up at the 40. Diaz back deep on the left hash mark. For the most part, it's been going to him, Jalen Powell, on the other side. McGee steps into it, end over ki end kick, fielded by the up man, barely. No signal yet. No signal yet. No signal yet, and they're going to say... It's Hornet ball. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you saw that ball on the ground when both teams met, and it seemed like a huge pileup would lead to FPC football, but Hornets hold on to the ball. 6-11 to go in the third quarter. First and 10 at the 29-yard line for the Hornets, who are now down two scores. They were down two scores earlier. They were able to get it to one. Yep, they did respond, and you saw Jurgensen get hot there for a moment in that second quarter. But Complete, we haven't seen much from them since. Completed seven straight pass, eight straight passes. He's 0 for 2 since. In this half, he is 1 for 3 for negative 2 yards. It's not what you want, Rich. That's definitely not what you want, especially on the road. You have to play a little better when you're on the road. Hasn't happened for Bishop Moore here tonight. Powell in the backfield with Jurgensen. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. It's a gift to Powell. And nobody saw him when he got to that ball. He saw the crunk. <laughs> we talked about getting crunk with little John. Let's get crunked with Colby. There you go. Now he's having a huge game up front as well. Loss of one for Powell on his second carry of the night. It's second and 11 at the 28. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Powell in the backfield with Jurgensen. Takes the snap. Back to throw. Crop coming again. It's complete to Austin. He turns the corner. He's across the 40 and out of bounds. No, he stays inbounds at the 47-yard line. Another nice right route from Alston, and that's been a nice converse, uh, combination for them tonight. Jurgensen and Alston made the nice move to the outside. First down and 10 from the 48. His fifth catch of the night for 77 yards. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Jordan in the shotgun takes the snap. It's a give to Powell. He had a hole for a second, but 
filling it is Zayden Green with the stop. It's second and nine. And that's one of the things that's working against the Hornets and Jurgensen. We talked about it earlier in the game. When a quarterback's best friend is a good running game, and the Bulldogs, they've been stuffing it all night. Three receivers now. Four receivers to the left. I was saying, I was about to say, Austin comes <laughs> off the field. Three to the left, one to the right. Oates snaps it. It's a complete in the flat to Monroe. Monroe across the 45. He's got the first down and more down to the 39. Pickup of 14. Well, they like that play a lot. They've run it numerous times here tonight. FPC has stopped it a couple of times, but also some positive yardage a couple times from Monroe as well, and that time it worked to perfection. Yorn in the rhythm, two to the left, two to the right. That's cruel in the slot at tight end. It's a give off the left side, excuse me, the right side. <laughs> And you're not going to believe it, Rich. Mama, there goes that man again. <laughs> Colby Cronk in the backfield with the tackle for a loss. Rich, do you remember what I texted you during the kickoff classic about Colby Cronk? You probably don't. I don't. He's a bleeping menace. <laughs> Offenses all across uh, the state of Florida agree. Powell's like, don't make me run into him again. Three to the left, <laughs> one to the right. Oak snaps it back. Jorgensen looking downfield. Hits the receiver in the flat. It's complete for a short game. That time to Alex Gonzalez. I think that was Michael London on the stop. Nice tackle there to limit the game to about three. First catch for Gonzalez. Third and eight at the 37. Shotgun formation. Gonzalez, the tight end to the right. That's Jusme to the right. Two to the left. FPC showing blitz. Here they come. Plenty of time. Looking downfield. Checks down. In and out of the hands of Monroe. And it's fourth down. And that time he heard the footsteps. The ball took a little while to get out there, and the FPC defender was right on him, and he just dropped the ball. That was Aiden Peterson breathing down his neck, and couldn't hold on to the football. 322 to go. FPC leads 21-7 in the third quarter. It's fourth and seven at the 38-yard line. Excuse me, fourth and seven at the 37-yard line. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You got to go for it here. Austin and Diaz to the right. Monroe and Cruel to the left. Powell in the backfield with Jurgensen. I don't think anyone wants to hear me rap. Yeah, look for another great route here from Alston. It seems like when Jurgensen's been in trouble, he needs a play. He looks for number three. And the Bulldogs jump. So the Bulldogs, another penalty there. That's going to move the ball up five yards and maybe change the equation on the play call here for the Hornets. You have the entire playbook, I would think, yeah. at this point. But they really haven't been able to run the ball here tonight. So look out on, on this yard to gain about four. Look for that screen pass to Monroe. Monroe to the left by himself. Rule. Alston and Diaz to the right. Powell in the backfield. Back to throw. Out of the flat. Into the hands of Sweeney that time. Excuse me. And that's a first down. Oh, the Hornets have something cooking here. First down inside the 25 of the Bulldogs. Sweeney's second catch of the game for seven yards. 
Three to the right, one to the left. That's Monroe by himself in press coverage on the left. It's a give up the middle to Sweeney. He's dancing through the hole. He's close to a first down, and I think he got it. 12-yard run there for Sweeney. Good hard running from Sweeney there, and he's making a difference on this drive. They're calling his number a lot. 222, the clock continues to run while they move the chains. It's a give up the middle to Sweeney, and you'll never believe who stopped him. <laughs> good, excuse me, good old number 34, Kobe Cronk. Another tackle. Timeout on the field. There's a Bishop Moore player down, so we'll take a timeout. 2.06 to go in the third quarter. FPC leads 21-7. Back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, out of the timeout. It's second and six at, we'll call it seven, at the 11-yard line for Bishop Moore. They trail 14 with 2.06 to go in the third, but they're knocking on the door. The offense has come out firing on this drive. Jurgensen's been hot and cold tonight. He's 18 for 25 for 176 yards. Oh, yeah, and he's getting hot at the right time again here. And a little help from his friends. Olsen's had a big catch on this series. Sweeney, some big plays. Monroe and Diaz to the left. Alston and Gonzalez to the right. Powell in the backfield. He gets the carry. He patiently waits to get through the hole, and that's a good run by Powell. Yeah, a little hesitation behind the line of scrimmage to find the hole, and he found it, and that's going to set up a third down and short. Five carries, seven yards for Powell. It's going to be third down and two. It's a give to Powell again, and this time we've said his name a lot tonight. That's Zayden Green as well on the stop, and it's fourth down. One thirty to go in the third quarter. This isn't time, Rich. Yeah, it looks like they're well within field goal range, but this is a two-score game. You're running out of time here. You don't know how many more times you're going to get in the red zone. I think it's a good decision to go for it here if you're Bishop Moore. Six carries, one yard for Powell tonight. Sweeney is in the game at running back. Alston and Cruel to the right. Diaz and Monroe to the left. Sweeney in the backfield. Oates with the snap. Back to throw. Fires on the slant, and it's a touchdown, Hornets. Pitch and catch from 10 yards out, and it's a one-score game. Yeah, and you saw the Hornets come to life on that drive. And even more impressive, you were seeing big plays on that drive from the FPC defense, but the Hornets still able to prevail and make this a ball game. A 10-yard touchdown catch, the sixth of the night for Alston. Johnny Maloney, the snapper. Diaz, the holder. That's Scruggs to kick. High snap. Gets it down, and it's up. 
and it's good. 49 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's 21-14. Bishop Moore is trailing by seven. Back in 30 seconds, you're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, it's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, Mike Licio, Rich Carroll with you. 49.4 on the clock in the third quarter. Bulldogs lead 21-14, but Bishop Moore caps off a touchdown drive with a 10-yard pass on fourth and 10-yard pass to Alston to make it 21-14. Wow, back-to-back weeks. Exciting games to be decided in the fourth quarter, Mike. It's what we're here for. Scruggs to kick it deep. Newton back deep. I believe that's Zyquan Neal on the other side. End over end kick going deep. And it's into the end zone for a touchback. So Bulldogs will take over first and 10 on the 20-yard line. And interesting uh, to see how they approach this drive here because you can't be too conservative. This is a ball game. Plenty of time left for both teams to take this one. Kaden Gonzalez, 5 for 11, 62 yards. Si 60 of them, excuse me, 54 of them to Zizek. Yeah, he's had a good night tonight when he's been called upon because it's been mostly the running game with Ajay and, and Marcus Mitchell making a difference back there. But, yeah, you've had some nice connections between him and, and Zizak when they needed it most. Zizak all alone to his right, Newton, and Neil to the left. Not a lot of targets for Newton tonight, and he did have a lot week one. A delay in starting here. And here we go. Zizek to the right, Neil and Newton to the left, Mitchell in the backfield with Gonzalez. It's a gift to Mitchell. He has a hole across the 20. Hit hard and dropped at the 26-yard line on first down. Great job by Mitchell holding on to the football there. You saw one of the Hornets. He really had a good hand on that and was trying to rip it free, but Mitchell wouldn't let it happen. Under 30 to go in the third quarter. It's second and four. Mitchell in the backfield. Richard is in it for a little extra help. Fired in a slant. Neal has it. First down. What a beautiful route by Zizek. And again, again, hit him in stride. And Gonzalez to Zizek. 
That is quite the connection, and they do it again. 28-yard gain. Clock stops with 12, 14 seconds to go in the four, third quarter. I think the Bulldogs are going to be content to run it out here. And they will. Three quarters complete at BC Leeds, 21-14. Back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium in a thriller. 21 to 14, FPC leads Bishop Moore as we start the fourth quarter. And FPC is moving the football. It would be huge to put some points on the board here and make this a two-score game. Bulldogs outgain the Hornets 91 to 52 in the third quarter. That's big Noah Doolin at tight end. Aiden Gonzalez in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to his left, one to the right. Mitchell in the backfield. Fake to him. Gonzalez is going to keep it himself, and he's going to be stopped for about a loss of a yard there, and he loses his helmet. That was Aaron Reeb on the stop. He was the only player with a sap coming in. Interesting this is call. A banger, by the way. Oh, oh boy, Mike is pumped up. <laughs> so I'm on. I'm Don't start singing, Mike. Don't start singing. Three wide receivers. Cole Walker's calling Baton Rouge. Hand off to Mitchell. Off the right side, a first down and more. Dragging a pile of tacklers across the 40, the 35. Still going inside the 30, down to the 28 yard line. What a power run. We've seen it all night from Marcus Mitchell. 19 yards on the play for Marcus Mitchell. You know, you get to the fourth quarter and you're kind of tired and you don't want to really tackle Marcus Mitchell anymore. The FPC will have a first down inside the horn at 30. There's an injured player on the field for Bishop Moore. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of Eat, Drink, Play, and Watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets.
Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 901 Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the FPC Bulldogs with a 21-14 lead with 11.25 to go in the ball game. FPC marching the football inside the opponent's 30-yard line. They're going to have a second down and nine from the Bishop Moore 29. Off a 19-yard run from Marcus Mitchell. Peter Cannon was the injured player, but he walked off the field. Is that a giant there at running back? or It is. All right. Mitchell to the sideline for a breather, and Ajay's had a great night as well with a touchdown. Six carries, 50 yards. And he gets the ball. Cut to the outside. Makes a man miss. Now back to the inside. And he gets about three hard-foot yards there to set up what will be a second down and six. He's gotten a lot of work in the second half of games, including the kickoff classic. And I think it's because you wear guys down with Marcus Mitchell, and now you have to go outside and chase the giant. Oh, and that pass is almost intercepted. As Bob Gibson once said, almost only counts in horseshoes and grenades. <laughs> yep. We can get back and try it again on third down here. You're close to Chase McGee's range, I think. And that would be huge if he could hit it from here. But if you're the Bulldogs, obviously, you'd like to get the first down. It's going to be third down and six from the Bishop Moore 26-yard line. 10.45 to go in the game. Gonzalez in the shotgun, three wide receivers. Bishop Moore almost jumps. They do not. Gonzalez resets, looks to the sideline for a play. Takes the snap, hand the ball off to Ajay. Gets the ball inside the 25, so perhaps they are setting up that field goal. They'll bring up a fourth down and four. It'd be about 41 from here, which would be, like I said, about... He was about three yards short on the 47-yard line, so on a 47-yard attempt, but they no question here. The offense is on the field. We'll call it a fourth and five from the 25-yard line. Gonzalez has three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Ajay in the backfield. Bishop Moore showing blitz. And it's going to be a false start against the Bulldogs. And we'll see if that changes the decision here. I don't think it does. But it will be a much tougher fourth down to convert as now it's fourth and 11 for the Bulldogs. So ninth penalty of the night for FPC. Ten minutes to go in the ball game. No point in punting here. No point in kicking a field goal here. Gonzalez takes the snap. Looking right. Throws deep down the right sideline to Cody Newton. There's contact out there. Wow. Looking for a flag, but Look there is one. none. So uh, a lot of contact out there. 
but they don't call pass interference. And Bishop Moore now, you have a hot Jurgensen. They marched right down the field on their last series to score a touchdown and make this a one-score game, 21-14. to And they're going to get the ball back here with 9.46 to go in the game and a chance at the tie. And as you said, Jurgensen, he got hot again. He went cold for a little bit. He's completed five of his last six passes, including that touchdown pass for 55 yards. We, but we've seen Green and Kronk and Peterson, his whole FPC defense, stand tall when they've needed them most, and they need them right now. First down and 10 from the 30 for Bishop Moore. Four wide receivers, hide snap, handled by Jurgensen, handoff up the middle. Going to get about four yards on first down. Great push that time by the Hornet line. They open the big hole. Kobe Cronk claiming he has the football, but the officials say no. Pick up a four. That Sweeney in the backfield there, Mike? I believe so. Looks like it. See. Four wide receivers, three to the right for Jurgensen. Takes the snap, fakes the handoff, sets up the screen to Monroe, and he is obliterated. Incomplete. Clock continues to run with 9.04 left in the ballgame. Well, it looks like that was completed as the clock uh, continues to run. Well, it's a loss of three. So third down and 10 for Bishop Moore. He has four catches, 24 yards now. Now the clock stops. 9.02 to go in the game. Biggest third down so far of the game for the Bulldog defense. Four wide receivers for Jurgensen to the right, two to the left. Now we have a timeout from the Hornets, and we'll take it with them. 9.02 to go in the game. 21-14 FPC. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live Workshop Play Show and brought to you this week by Shimento Law. We're going to talk about open door recovery, major league retired baseball, Hall of Famer Daryl Strawberry, and addiction, how it's tearing apart our communities. This week, Live Workshop Play. Saturday morning, 9.30. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium. Huge third down upcoming for Bishop Moore. They trail by one touchdown, 21 to 14. Third and nine here. And even if they don't convert, there's still plenty of football left to be played here. I'd expect a heavy dose of Marcus Mitchell, though, if the Bulldogs get the ball back. That's right. And he's had a great game, and you could throw a Jai in there as well. Just a running game from the Bulldogs has been impossible to stop tonight. 95 yards for Mitchell, 53 for Ajay. Here we go, third down and 10 from the 30 for Bishop Moore. Four wide receivers for Jurgensen, man in motion from right to left. Stepping up, Kroc in the backfield, and it's a sack. Get Kroc I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Get used to it, people, because I'm going to be saying it a whole lot this year. That's a thing now? <laughs> yes, it's getting cropped up with his second sack of the game. And that was a huge one on third down here in the fourth quarter. Clock continues to roll. 8.36 to go in the game. 
21-14 FPC. Bishop Moore set to punt it away. I told you in the summer that he was going to have double-digit sacks this year. I think that's easy now, watching him play the first two games. But you called it before we saw one snap. Ball fumbled by FPC at the 30. Now handled across the 40. And the Bulldogs will have great field position after the run back. That was Robin Daly fielding that. Cody Newton wants to block for him, and the, when the punt was bobbled, he had a, he was trying to find a blocker, and he was able to turn around and make sure he got squared with the blocker to avoid a penalty, and that freed up Daly for an extra few yards there. Nice heads-up special teams play by Cody Newton. Yeah, yeah, both those guys, even Daly after fumbling the ball, the awareness to field it and still get positive yardage on that return. FPC has a first down at their own 43-yard line. Three. Big Parker Stoner checking in late for Bishop Moore. Three wide receivers set. Mitchell in the backfield. He gets the football right up the middle. Cuts right. Dragging tacklers across the 50. About eight yards on first down for Mitchell. Well, checking in the 250-pound Stoner did not help. That's a pickup of eight for Mitchell, and he's over 100 for the first time this year. What a game for Marcus Mitchell here tonight, and this is where you use your big back to wear the opponent down late in the game, and that's what they're doing. Second down and two midfield. Mitchell gets the ball again right up the middle, and he trucked the nose tackle of the Hornets for another five yards and a first down. And that was Parker Stoner again just getting – Wailed on on that try on that play. Marcus Mitchell still out there. Neil and Cody Newton to the right. Three wide receivers set. Fake to Mitchell. Throw left to Isaac. It's complete for about six yards. Be second down and four. Nice little pass out wide. Trent Gummer had to keep his position because if he doesn't make that tackle. I think that's a house call. Yeah, he's going all the way on that one. Zizek's sixth catch of the ball game. Same formation. This time a Jai in the backfield. He gets the football up the middle, and he pushes the pile forward. Jai about one yard short of a first down. Bring up a third and short. You hear it? I'm excited about it. Now here comes Colby Cronk and the elephant offense. I like it. That FPC offense is out for blood. Look at those guys. You got big Marcus Mitchell and Kobe Kronk in the backfield. Direct snap to Kronk right up the middle, pushing the pile for about seven yards on that play. I mean, he was met immediately at the line, but just kept pushing everything forward. They couldn't stop him. 18 yards rushing to Kobe Kronk and another Bulldog first down. They have been physical the entire game. And you can tell Bishop Moore, they're, they're wearing them out now. Desperate for that water break. 6-16 to go in the game. 21-14 Bulldogs, and they are marching. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Flagler County High School Football on News Radio WNZF and the Flagler Radio app.
When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring, we got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. in. Back here at Sal Campanella Stadium, the Bulldogs with a 21-14 lead over Bishop Moore with 6-16 left to go in the game. Bulldogs have a first down at the Bishop Moore 29-yard line. A fresh as eight tonight, 94 yards on the season on eight carries, and two he gets, carries. He gets the ball, but the play is whistled dead. Check the penalty, and it is against the Bulldogs. That's their 10th tonight. Just four for Bishop Moore. But these are all procedural penalties. Right. Believe me, we saw in that Newton pass, they don't want to make a judgment penalty. <laughs> They're only calling the procedural ones. That's right. A lot of contact downfield on that. Check it out on the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube page. You can... Watch this broadcast. Gonzalez fakes the handoff, looks for Ajay. Now Ajay breaks deep. He tries to hit him. Beautiful adjustment by Zizek. And he's run out of bounds inside the 20. He had Gonzalez rolling out there. He was going to hit him on the short pass. And then uh, a great adjustment to hit him on the back shoulder. 19-yard gain there. Zizek over 100 yards now. What a combination that has been tonight. Gonzalez to Zizek. How about this guy? Mitchell gets the ball. Cuts left up the middle. Pushes the pile for five yards on first down in the 10-yard line. 113 yards rushing for him on 22 carries. 5.54 to go in this game. They stopped the clock to set the ball. And then now it's rolling. 8 for 16, Gonzalez for 115 yards. And this has been the formation, two to the right, two to the, one to the left. Big Nola Doolin, the tight end. Marcus Mitchell in the backfield with Aiden Gonzalez. They have him listed at 190. I think that's a misprint for number 88. Mitchell gets the football, cuts left, and he's going to have a first down, but there is a flag on the field. Looks like he was going to have the first down there, Mike. So he would have had about seven yards there. So number 88 is listed at 190 pounds. It looks like the jersey they gave him is for 190 <laughs> pounds. God. <laughs> so the jersey definitely says 190 pounds. <laughs> the body inside of it, I'm not so sure. All right. Second down now and about 12 for the Bulldogs after the penalty. And another flag on the field. This before the play. And uh, that's a sideline warning. I thought that they had one earlier. If it is, then this will be a penalty. Yeah, I thought they had one first half. 
We'll let the officials confirm that here as they have their discussion. And that will move the Bulldogs up. And that's exactly what it is. Second sideline warning of the game. Sixth penalty tonight for Bishop Moore, but it couldn't come at a worse time. Yeah, that's going to get the Bulldogs inside the 10 and set up a second down in about four. Half distance to the goal. Erases the holding penalty. 4.59 to go. Bulldogs have the ball at the Hornets' nine-yard line. And it's been the same formation this entire drive. The three wide receivers, Newton and Neal to the right, Zizek to the left, and a combination of Ajay and Mitchell in the backfield with Gonzalez. 23 carries, 116 yards. Now you have Marcus Mitchell in the backfield. And a delay in the action here as... There's a conversation going on between Coach Fish and put, the official. They're going to put another 26 seconds on the clock, make it 525. Now it'll help out maybe Bishop Moore. I didn't see. I looked like two, but maybe now he's saying five. Team. I wouldn't have passed the eye test. How many fingers was he holding up? He's only holding up one. <laughs> I think you need glasses, Mike. You know anybody? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've heard. I can't see anything, but I lie to myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> five twelve to go in the fourth quarter. Bulldogs touchdown lead. Handoff to Mitchell at the nine yard line, dragging a tackler close to the five, close to the first down, probably a yard and a half short. They grabbed Mitchell early in that play, but, you know, that's nice. He just drags him for another yeah. yard or two. So it's going to be third down and two from what looks like the seven from here. I'd say there. well, I'd say there's no way in heck they don't go for it if they don't get it here. But Colby Cronk hasn't been stopped tonight on either side of the ball. Here's the elephant play. Cronk right up the middle toward the goal line. And it is a touchdown. Touchdown, Bulldogs. Colby Cronk, mama, there goes that man again. Colby Cronk with the touchdown. He took the Hornets' will on that play. Amazing. So a seven-yard touchdown run from Colby Cronk and the Bulldogs add to their lead. Asleep at the switch here, trying to count up Kobe Cronk. Tell me, Rich, you had Kobe Cronk getting four <laughs> three touchdowns. That's right? exactly what I said before the game. You Is know it three? it. <laughs> three. That's right. Chase McGee on for the extra point. It's on its way. And it is good. 28-14 FPC with 422 to go in the ballgame. We're going to keep it right here. What an interesting wrinkle introduced this week by the FPC coaching staff with this elephant offense. Look, if you've got big physical guys up front, the offensive line has done a great job tonight, opening holes, giving Gonzalez time. But when you think you have them licked, 
They just bring more beef at you. Yeah. The Bulldogs have a lot of big guys up front there. And I'll tell you what, from week one to the bye to this week, they just look like a different football team. They really do on both sides of the ball. 42 rushes tonight, 16 passes. The offense has been efficient. They've been effective. They've been physical. And, you know, it's not like they've been a one-dimensional offense. They've been able to run the football. They've been able to hit big passes when they've needed to. That's a hard offense to stop. Only 16 passes, but because you haven't needed to throw a lot. And then, Mike, on short-yarded situations, how do you stop the elephant? It's almost like the rugby scrum that the Philadelphia Eagles have. Yeah, remember that? That's right. I mean, there's roughly a ton of people running at you at the defensive line. What do you do? McGee on the kickoff, end over end line drive, fielded at the eight and fumbled there, kicks it in front of him. Neil was close to recovering it. And the Hornets, fortunate that they recovered. FPC recovers that ball. The Bishop Moore faithful can get on the bus. Yes. Time to head home. Not yet, though. Still some time left in this one. 4.15 to go in the ball game. Bulldogs up 28 to 14. Two but, sacks, three touchdowns for Colby Crock. I don't think he's done yet. You know what? He has another shot here to put the nail in the coffin. Daniel Fish, you heard him say on the morning sports that the defensive line was going to be the key to the game. They were the key to the game tonight on defense, but also those guys coming in, Travell Adams, Ethan LaPepa, and Colby Cronk, to get it done on offense, too. Four wide receivers for Jurgens. Throws right, sets up Monroe for the screen, and it's almost intercepted by the Bulldogs. Well, he had to get rid of that one because Colby Cronk was moving number 65, who was not on our roster, fortunately for him. He literally pushed him into Jorgensen. Yeah, Jorgensen was, was really slow on that play, or it was just a slow-developing play, and it was almost picked off. 20 for 28 tonight, 183 yards, and an interception and a touchdown for Bjorn. Jorgensen, three wide receivers to his right, one to the left. Takes the snap, straight back to pass, steps up in the pocket. Avoids the sack, rolls right. Going to try to get to the outside. He does. He has the first down and takes a massive hit oh. out of bounds, and that's going to be a penalty. Late hit against FPC. Yeah, not good there. Yeah, that was a, a obvious penalty there against the Bulldogs. 3.55 to go here when it's all said and done. The Hornets are going to be up near midfield. That was about a 20-yard run for Bjorn. Longest run of the night. I didn't think he was going to get to the outside, but he did. And he turned it into a big 20-yard run. And then you add the penalty on top of that. And the officials are going to place it right at midfield. The 12th Bulldog penalty of the night. 120 yards in penalties for FPC. Three wide receivers this time for Jurgensen. Back to pass. Quick pass in the flat. Broken up. Just when you think there's nothing 
more this defensive line can do. We have Ethan LaPeppa making plays and pass coverage to break it up. Yeah, unbelievable. He was right there, step for step. You definitely had Colby Cronk for three touchdowns and Ethan LaPeppa for a PBU, right? Yeah, of course. This, just, is, what, this is what we were talking about. Just how he drew it up. <laughs> 3.45 to go. Second down and 10 from midfield for the Hornets. Jurgensen takes the snap. Now rolls right. Breaks a tackle. Avoids the sack back left. Going to try to keep it himself. And that was a lot of hard running for one yard. Zayden Green forced him out of the pocket. Stacy Mitchell cleaned it up. Picks up one. So he does get into FPC territory. Ball is at the 49-yard line. We'll keep it right here with 3.20 to go. A timeout on the field. And it's been quite a performance from the FPC Bulldogs on both sides of the ball. You mentioned it. And, and it's not like, uh, you know, guys are doing one particular thing. You're seeing everybody on this defense, especially looking at the defense, do multiple things, multiple things that help teams win games. We've called out the secondary for making plays. Chase McGee, Aiden Peterson had an interception. Colby Crock has two sacks. Ethan LaPeppa making plays in pass coverage, putting pressure on the quarterback. Travell Adams, Stacey Mitchell, put, put, put pressure up the middle. On the offensive side of the ball, it's been the same thing. Mikael Zizek has seven catches in this game. Marcus Mitchell has 23 carries. Colby Kronk has three touchdowns. Caden Gonzalez has completed eight passes for 115 yards. That's a team effort. This is how you win football games. Third down and nine from the 49 for the Hornets. They have four wide receivers, three to the right, one to the left. You also finished the last three minutes of the game. Jurgensen in the shotgun. Takes snap. FPC blitz right up the middle. Rolling right, and that ball is a beautiful pass on the connection with Olsen. He breaks a couple of tackles, and that's going to be about a 25-yard gain for the Hornets and a first down into FPC territory. He has third catch, excuse me, four, fifth catch of the game. For 47 yards. So here we go again. 3.09 to go. First down in FPC territory. Ball at the Bulldog 47-yard line. The Cor Hornets, they just don't seem to go away. Corner gambled on that route on that last play. Zayden Green had flushed him out of the pocket. I thought he was going to get it. Jurgensen back to pass. Pump fake steps up into the pocket. Rolls left. Throws high. Pass intended for Nolan Monroe. The, the plan by Jurgensen to get rid of that ball was there. The execution. He had pressure coming, though. That was Zayden Green again. He has... He was an unsung hero in this game, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, Jurgensen, he has very good pocket presence. He was able to avoid the rush, avoid the sack. Just at the end, he couldn't complete, couldn't execute the pass. He has four wide receivers. I love when the band plays neck. Jurgensen fakes the handoff, and it's fumbled. And he falls right on it at the 31-yard line. And that's going to force a third and about 14. Looked like he was a little confused and put the ball on the ground. 
Yeah, read option play there. Wasn't sure what he wanted to do with it. 240 to go in the game. Bulldogs with a two-score two lead. Hornets need to be a little more deliberate here. Yeah, a lot of time running off the clock. Bunch formation, three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. All by himself is Monroe on the left side. Jurgensen steps back to pass, throws in the flat. It is complete, and Diaz steps out of bounds. After a four-yard gain, no, excuse me, that's about a nine-yard gain. Set up a third and manageable. 22 completions tonight. So here it is. Here's the ball game. Fourth down and about seven from the 24-yard line. Jorgensen, 22 of 32, 214 yards. And we're going to get a timeout. And we'll take it with them. Timeout, bull. Excuse me. Timeout. Yeah, bulldogs. We'll be back in thirty seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio. Hey, you're never gonna believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're... And that will do it on the incompletion. And that should just about do it for this ball game. What a team effort. Took the shot at the end zone there. There's a player down. Four Bishop Moore took a nice little divot out there. And that looked like one of my, um, like a pitching wedge for me. Sorry about the technical difficulties there. Well, Rich, we got one heck of a game next Friday. Oh, we do. <laughs> this is going to be probably... The best potato bowl as far as level of competition we've seen in close to a decade since the Marcel Williams Mackenzie Wagner days. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one. Uh, you have two evenly matched teams, especially after seeing how the Bulldogs played here. It's going to be a great game. Make sure you're there next Friday. If you're not there, make sure you're listening, watching, watching the replay if you are there so you can make sure you go back and see all your favorite plays on the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube channel. Tune in to the morning sports on Monday and Friday when you'll hear from both coaches about this critical battle for Flagler County. The 15th annual Potato Bowl one week away. Pretty exciting stuff. Two minutes and eight seconds to go here in this one. Hand off to Mitchell. He has a lot of room on the outside. Crosses the 30, spin, 
Breaks a tackle. And they're going to push him out of bounds after a gain of about 11 yards. I know you don't want him to go out of bounds there, but he got the first down. Picked up about 11. On his 25th carry, he has 129 yards. Bulldogs over 200 yards rushing tonight. 150 to go in the game. Three wide receivers. Gonzalez in the backfield with Mitchell. Mitchell gets the football up the middle. Breaks a tackle, and he continues to add on to what has been an incredibly impressive night. Another eight yards on that carry. 26 carries, 137 yards. Timeout, Bishop Moore with 121 to go in the ballgame. We'll keep it right here with 121 to go. Yeah, don't forget, tomorrow morning, Rich and Mike Sports Show will be a post-game show for this. We're going to have... Possibly the coach on, some players. We'll see who Mike can uh, get on the record down there. Well, I have a, I have an idea of who I need to talk to. <laughs> I'm sure you folks at home do, too. Yeah. I'm sure everybody knows. I don't think we'll be surprised. But you tune in tomorrow and you'll find out. Down to 121 to go in this one. This time, handoff to number 24. Has a first down and more across the 50 up the sideline. Pushed out of bounds inside the 35. And that's another first down on a huge run from Ajay. And that gets him down inside the 34. 24 yards rushing. He has 82 on the night, so he's closing in on 100 yards. I think the chain gang's worn out. <laughs> you would think they've been getting run over by Marcus Mitchell today. Yeah. I love physical football, Rich. Oh, yeah, this was a fun game to watch. I get a timeout from the Bulldogs here with a minute and 12 seconds to go. Thank you for joining us here tonight on the WNZF Sports Network, second game of the season for the FPC Bulldogs. Minute and 12 seconds away from their first victory of the season. An impressive one at that, 28-14 to 14 over Bishop Moore. Bishop Moore will fall to 0-3 on the season. 339 yards of total offense. Forty-five carries, two hundred and thirty-four yards, eight completions, one hundred and fifteen yards. Zizek has seven catches for one hundred and seven yards, and I'm not sure he's even in the player of the game conversation. He is. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that's a good point. A lot of candidates tonight 
for the player of the game. Find out who the player of the game was tomorrow morning at 7.30 on the Rich and Mike Sports Show on News Radio WNZF. Listen on the Flagler Radio app. Listen live on the air. And now we get a victory formation from the Bulldogs. One twelve to go. Gonzalez takes a knee. Daniel Fish said at first he didn't want the bye week. And then after week one, he said, I'm kind of glad we have it. And they made the most of that bye week, did they not? They sure did. They look like a completely different team. They metamorphosized into this team that defeats you with power. I mean, we didn't see that elephant formation week one. And it was a big part of this game. And very interesting to watch going forward because they're pretty much impossible to stop in short yardage situations. Flipping the script this week. 30 seconds to go. A little dance from Marcus Mitchell that time. And he's still dancing. He's happy. Everybody in FPC land is happy. 20 seconds to go. And it's a celebration here at Sal Campanella Stadium. And that will do it. The FPC Bulldogs are victorious for the first time this season. 28-14 to 14 over the Bishop Moore Hornets. What a game. We're going to keep it right here, Mike. Oh. There you go. 28-14. to 14 is our final score here tonight. This is what happens when you let me touch stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. We got the right score on there now. Why did you, I mean, we just talked about it. A, a metamorphosis, in my opinion, they were a completely different team tonight. Absolutely. They came out ready to play. And this is a Bishop Moore team who's now 0-3. But, again, coming off of a playoff berth, Two tough losses, and I think really FPC flipped the script on the whole season because I wasn't sure about next week's Potato Bowl. I wasn't sure about that game against O'Galley in three weeks. This is a team O'Galley only beat by two points, and FPC had no trouble with them tonight except for maybe a late drive in the first half. They handled them pretty well. This is a different FPC team than we saw two weeks ago, and I got to go back to Kaden Gonzalez getting two weeks to prepare for the job. He was ready. Jake Medlock tonight was superb as the offensive coordinator. The offensive line played spectacularly. They ran the ball very well. Mitchell had 137 yards. Ajayi had 82 yards. Colby Crock had 25 yards. Zion <laughs> and all the touchdowns. Yards. Zayden Green was in the back here all night. Aiden Peterson had a pick. Kobe Proc had two sacks. Ethan LaPeppa. Corinthians Watson in coverage did not allow a pass tonight. Chase McGee had a game-saving <laughs> touchdown playing safety. Oh, yeah. No, they, they had the answer every single time. Incredible play on defense. Power football with the running game and the occasional big play with that emerging combination of Gonzalez to Zizek. Any last words here, Mike, with the stats? Again, the official post-game show tomorrow morning.
7.30 on News Radio WNZF, 94.9 FM. You'll hear from a player, a coach, me and Mike, the stats of the ball game, everything. If you don't get up at 7.30 tomorrow morning, check it out on the Flagler radio app. Uh, do you want to leave us with any uh, final stats here, Mike? FPC outgained. FPC was outgained 50 yards in the first half. They outgained. For the game, they outgained them by 73. They outgained, they outgained Bishop Moore. Quick math here. They gave up 96 yards. They gained 218. They outgained them 2-1 to one in the second half. Marcus Mitchell just punishing guys. Kanan Gonzalez, 4 for 6 in the second half for 74 yards. So we saw the FPC offense take advantage of opportunities early. Had a little bit of a lull in the middle of the game. But what do you do when you win ball games? You finish the ball game, and FPC as a team finished the ball game. They certainly did, and they finished it with a big victory and their first victory of 2023. Next week, we'll be at the ship for the Potato Bowl. <laughs> I mean, not much to say about that, but probably the biggest sporting event here in Flagler County all year. Three words. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. You can listen to it on News Radio WNZF 94.9 FM. Watch it on the WNZF Sports Network, available on the Flagler Broadcasting YouTube page, and also the Flagler Radio app. Listen there live as well. One last time, the final score here tonight was 28-14 to 14 FPC over Bishop Moore. For Mike Licio, Sharon Carroll, and Isabella Papa back at the studio, I'm Rich Carroll. Have a great night, Flagler County. It is time for some football. He takes the snap, looks left, throws it down the middle. He has a wide open man. It's caught at the 40-yard line, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Bulldogs. Now it's a handoff up the middle of the park, and he's on his way. The 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Bulldogs.